It seems to me there are two kinds of kids walking in this building. Stoop kids, corner kids. Excuse me? No, stoop kids. They're the ones that stay on the front steps when the parents tell them. The others go down to the corners. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for tuning in to episode 59 of the Stoop Kids Podcast. I am your co-host, your boy Ralphie. You're kicking it with Guy. And it's Tony Coach. And it's going to be a one-stop pod for movies, TV, music, video games, and all things in, out, and around the nerveverse. Yes, sir. What's good? Boys. What's good? What's up? Cougar taps. Cougar taps. There we go. <laughs> How's everybody's weekend, guys? What y'all been doing? What y'all been up to? I'm preparing for lockdown 2021, baby. Copy. Oh, I hope not. Nah. I really hope not. Now, there was news we're going to get a vaccine by uh, December 11th. Let me ask you a question. Are you taking the vaccine? A, I mean... Uh, G, I'm going to get to you. I'm, I'm sorry, Kai. G, as a medical professional in this group, because uh, me and Kai have no medical experience, nope. which makes you professional by default. Could barely put on a bad aid. <laughs> what, uh... Are you taking... Like, what What can you... What, what advice can we tell the people about this vaccine, bro? On the stoop. Don't believe everything they say. Okay, so all right, would you take the vaccine? No, not right away. Why? Because it's a new vaccine that's just been t- like think about it. It's like anytime, an iPhone should be glitching. No, not fact so, but think about it. Any any time that the FDA FDA ever approves something, don't you hear it taking about five years to be approved? I, I'll be honest with you, I don't, you don't follow. That okay, stuff, but, yeah. but that's usually the process yes, when it comes to yes, when, okay. when it comes to different FDA approval is very it, it's, it's a, a very long extensive yeah. process. Okay, so I understand things need to be rolled out because this is a global pandemic and mm-hmm. things are being pushed even faster. So that's one another reason for error. Two, um, I mean, they are saying that African American community are the most susceptible to it, which is true, and that's honestly, I think it's one because of just you know social economical reasons and just people living on top of each other you know okay. that's one yeah. thing there so um honestly it's 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 really give and take to be honest with you me personally my personal decision is you know i do believe in vaccination don't get me wrong but when it comes to this i'm, I'm not I'm, I'm not really um stressing to get vaccinated right now you know no health insurance right now you know there's another incentive but um you know, you know, yeah, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not pushing for it. You know, Google, do your research. You know, mm-hmm. um, a lot of people don't study, a lot of people don't have access to scientific articles, you know, which is true, but you know, you have access to other different, you know, forms of scientific literature. So, you know, do your research. There are at least four or five companies, you know, that are in the race for this whole coronavirus thing, you know, if you want to just mix all them up, put them in one pot, yo, do that. Okay. Don't, no, no, don't listen to me on that last part. I was, I was gonna. Say, I was yeah, like, uh, make your own vaccine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but but no, like I said, you know, to do your research. You know, it's it's what you put into your body. You know, just you know, I, I know some of y'all eat those glizzies, so y'all don't really care. So Ooh, I haven't heard the term glizzy in a while, man. I was very glad that we haven't. Hot dogs are great. No glizzies. Oh, glizzies are great. I was too. glad when that went away. It's never going away. Oh my god! Nah, <laughs> next summer, bro, it's glizzy it's time, never. baby. Glizzy <laughs> season. All over. Yo, there was um. Jim Jones had posted a video. He was on a plane, and this dude <laughs> opened up a, a aluminum foil. It was two glizzies in there. It's <laughs> not wrong with a, a nice, fresh, hot glizzy. It wasn't like, fresh, bro. He made it at home oh, and brought gross. it with him on a plane. TSA even love that. Facts. It's a dangerous weapon. But um, you know that that's my little spiel for you know right now. You know, do what you can. 
I like that. I like that. Yeah, you've been slacking with the sound effects too. I like. I that. have, bro. You right, bro. My fault, like man. Like my fault. But y'all don't really give me nothing to uh, give sound effects. Kai don't. I don't hold this no more. Yeah, man. Man. Don't know. That nice. shit was funny. Nah, you know what it is? It's just the fact that it's been 2020. A lot of dark shit's been happening. I'm trying to be as zen as possible. I okay. can't be. I can't be running around my mental space. I can't be running. Yeah, around. I, yo, I, I missed load the clip. Nah, 20. I got you in 2021. So I gotta wait in all four, five more episodes for you to load a clip. Yeah, that's crazy. It's probably gonna be shorter than that because we usually. Going like a holiday break, so within within two three episodes, we're going to holiday break this year. No, it's right the end through. of the year. You know what that means, baby. Christmas Day we recording. Yeah, yeah. Get the fuck out of here. You're crazy. <laughs> I'm watching. Wonder, I'm watching Wonder Woman. I don't even know. I'm probably won't even see my parents Christmas Day. You're crazy. Wow. <laughs> I'm watching basketball games if if they're on. COVID free basketball games. Maybe. Wait, wait, wait. That yeah, starts up in December again. Really, yeah, bro? I don't know the exact date. Don't quote me on that. But yeah, it starts back up. They going back to the bubble. Nah, nah, nah. They're going to have regular regular games. Oh. But just, just no... um, No, no fans. Uh, I guess that would depend on each state individually. Okay. Uh, but, but with the rising COVID cases, then... Well, well, I guess not. not. Yeah. 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 All right. Good. We're, 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 what? You didn't ask me how I felt about the, the vaccine. I don't really care. But no, no, no. I'm kidding. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> Kai, go. How do you feel about the vaccine, sir? No, I mean, I think it's a, I think it's a good thing, but I'm definitely in the demographic that will probably be getting it last anyway. And... I mean, I'll get it if I necessarily have to. I'm not rushing out. I mean, I don't get. I'm. I'm also don't get flu shots. So, I don't get flu shots either. Yeah. But we're young. We don't really need flu exactly. shots. Exactly. Yeah, I get it. Not because I'm like, yo, I can live forever just because I don't need them right now. Like mm-hmm. I also knock on wood, I don't get the flu that much. Yeah. So I'm not prone to like illness, illness. So. Uh, you, you've had, you've had the flu before. I can't. You know what? Not that I can. Not that I can remember. I've been like really sick, like maybe once or twice in my life. Mm-hmm. And then other times it's it's been because like of asthma, but like I'm yeah. also not I haven't had like a massive attack or massive illness probably since I was in elementary school. I like throwing up, sick, can't mm. keep anything down. Yeah. Probably since I was in maybe second, third grade. Like I said, I'm not trying to jinx my health, but you know what I mean. You've been doing good. You've yeah, been eating your vegetables. Yeah, but I'm also not one of those. I'm one of those people that I listen to the doctor. So if he says yo, don't do this, do that. I listen to him. You know what I mean? I know there's some people out there that's like, no, fuck the doctor. I'm, I'm going to keep doing it. I'm going to keep living life. Those are smart people. Mad, mad, uh, mad red meat every day. It, de- it depends, though. Red meat is good, though. Not every day. No, not every day, but... Yeah. Red meat is good. There's people that, have, <laughs> that go to Roof Chris every night. Yo, if you got to like that, why the, not? The rich and illustrious. No, <laughs> I know when I was younger, I used to get strep throat all the time. See, wow. I'm, see, yeah. I'm strep throat. What's wrong with that? Don't make a joke about see, that. I, see, I'm not going to lie. No, it was used to be bad. I used to have to go to the hospital and get like a ventilator. That's OD, like that. bro. And, no, and strep throat and bronchitis. Yeah, see, you that both? Bro, bro, bronchitis is the worst. That's like having asthma, but I had it like it's a four, more painful. Yeah, I used to have an asthma pump. Four, just in the wintertime, I had to have, walk around yeah, with an asthma pump. That's crazy. See, not going to I've never had neither of those. It was bad. You had bro. an embolizer? Yeah, I had an embolizer. Yeah, but that's because I have asthma, like to this day. You saw. Okay. You the one that was. You still use your nebulizer, Softy? No, not my nebulizer. I haven't used my nebulizer. Why'd you follow it up with Softy? <laughs> it's funny because my mom. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny because when COVID had started, my mom was like, "Malik, go find the nebulizer and keep like so." It's actually in my room mm-hmm. just in case of anything. Right. But I haven't used it since I was. Just get your yeah, yeah, panic attack or I used to. Um, I used to. <laughs> I used to empty out the the, the, the capsules and act like I did it. <laughs> my yeah. mom be like, "You, you, you take your treatment." Did you, like, yeah. did you ever have the full pump one? Uh, for the for, for your pump for, for the inhaler. What you mean the full? It was pump? like it was like an extension piece. Yeah, you had to blow on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
you had to hold the shit. I, I hated yeah, that shit. That shit was embarrassing to pull out. OD. Because it was like you had your inhaler and then you had this like extension piece yeah, that was for little kids. OD. <laughs> and it looked like this long tube. Long tube. Yeah, it looked like a bomb. <laughs> and you just see smoke just go. OD. Just blow through the tube. Yeah. Like, it was crazy. Especially if, and if you was a nebulizer with the tube and you wanted to play video games, it was over because you had to hold the tube while yeah. you used it. But when you had the mask, it was lit. Yeah. I'm on Nintendo 64 crazy. I, the mask? I don't know. I had, the, I had the tube. And I used to sit. Actually, I used to watch um, Toy Story to it. Like when my mom, whenever I like had to take my my treatments, my mom would always put on Toy Story, and I would just watch the whole movie while I'm taking the treatments. It's a sickly child, bro. <laughs> but uh, shout out to all my asthmatics out there, man. Yeah, stay strong and stay healthy. That's a fact, man. Nah, we don't we don't make fun of asthmatics except except Kai because he's just soft. <laughs> yeah, all had inhalers. Nah, but that was because I had a, a yeah, serious... Yeah, yeah, and you had bronchitis and strep. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, you're serious... softer. How? You're a nasty boy. That's a serious, <laughs> a serious sickness when I was little. Yo, your, dad, your body dad can't process nothing, man. That's a fact. My, my body went through some me. shit, man, back in the day. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. You can't fight no infection. At that time we walked in, you was, <laughs> you was on the... What? Life support. <laughs> what are you talking about? You put your Ruff, whole body through Ruff, shock so many Ruff, times. Ruffy was hooked up to an EKG machine in the nurse's office. <laughs> I, mean, I don't even know they had these. We oh. <laughs> won't get into details. Where did electrocardiogram machine from? <laughs> Y'all ready for the word of the street, man? Yeah. Um, that was the first time I ever saw somebody take a defibrillator off the uh, wall. I, 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 Clear! <laughs> I was like, yo, is Ralphie gonna make it? That was a rough day, man. That was a rough day. It was. Well, let's get to the word of the street. <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> well, I forgot about that. <clears throat> We're on the street, gentlemen. Mm-hmm. Then a new 007 game is supposedly in development. Now, I will admit, Kai, I don't know much about this Me right now. Oh. It's, called, it's literally called Project 007. Mm-hmm. It was cre- it's being made by the same guys that made the Hitman games. That's about it. Oh. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. Well, I, I don't... I can't remember the last time I've actually seen a 007 game uh, in stores. There, there was one for the last generation. I forgot what it was called. But it had Daniel Craig in it, too. They actually really? Made, yeah, they actually made one for Quantum of Solace. Really? Yeah. What, well, they're not. They couldn't be good because I've never heard of this. Nah, yeah, yeah. I don't think anyone paid them any attention. I would love a like a really good James Bond game. Me man, too, for real. And something that's not like derivative of any of the old movies. I would love like an original story. Yeah, I actually, I want a like an original Bond. Like I want them to like kind of create their own Bond, cast them, mm-hmm. voice like, re- like how how they did with how they're doing with the Harry Potter game, how they're doing. How they did with the uh, with the Marvel Spider Man? Spider Man, yes, that's yeah. Right, just yeah. use that character and that IP and just create everything yourself. I think that would be really cool. You know, what would be also kind of cool. Mm. Model after Sean Connery. Yeah, I think that'd be dope. Yeah. Um. Now, would you want a first person or third person adventure? Third person. Yeah. I, I, I third person. Yeah. I, I. What for James Bond? Yeah. Yeah. If it could be like anything, I definitely want it to be like the Uncharted series. Obviously, him not jumping around like Indiana mm-hmm. Jones, but I think that whole spy espionage third person action like you get to sneak around it's a very cover based shooter you get uh you have some driving sections with the aston martin i think first person would be tough only because it's, it's just always going to be compared to goldeneye yeah and if that's the case just remake goldeneye yeah no, which no, i think no. a lot of people would be cool with yeah but no don't do that um no nah, yeah you're right for it to be some type of espionage game it can't really be first person and you, you gotta really you gotta have fights and stuff yeah, like yeah you that. gotta have like hand-to-hand combat yeah, yeah. It's really hard to... Yeah, I think that'd be dope. Yeah, like, like kind of like, you know... I mean, I would hope that the shooting will definitely be more improved than, like, GTA-type shooting. Yeah, but, yeah, um, yeah. But, 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 yeah, but definitely get into, like, situations where people will jump at you and you have to hit that one button or something to get out of it. Yeah, you know? I, I almost I almost promise you there's going to be, like, some uh, quick-time events in there. Right. So, like, what game... 
it goes without them now. Yeah. But this is cool, man. Um, yeah, I'm excited. Like, uh, James Bond is probably my favorite action hero. So. Over, over Ethan Hunt? Yeah, over Ethan Hunt. Really? Yeah. Um, okay. I, in recent memory, I like the, the Mission Impossible movies more. Mm-hmm. But as far as like a flawed hero that you like and you want to... I don't want to be Ethan Hunt. I want to be James Bond. You know what I mean? Ethan Hunt is just like he a... He goes through a lot of shit. Yeah. yeah. I agree. I, like, you want to be James Bond. But James Bond got... Can't reproduce anymore. His bowl's got a... Yeah, that's fine. Ripped to shreds. <laughs> that's okay. I don't know if I want to be that either. I mean, but he sleeps around with like literally every woman he wants. And they're all cool. This is erectile dysfunction. <laughs> nah, that's something else. <laughs> His factory. No, that's a side effect. Ducks <laughs> in there. <laughs> yeah, I just everything except the getting my balls smashed with a with a ball of rope. <laughs> Smash the smithereens. Goodness <laughs> gracious. Oh my god. Whew. It's, it's gonna be brutal when we get into that uh, James Bond episode eventually. Oh, that's right. We haven't done it yet. We'll get into it. When this movie eventually comes out, God knows when. Twenty twenty three. Twenty. Yeah, that's a fact. Maybe. It's gonna come out with the Batman. <laughs> Next on the list, mm-hmm. new Predator film is uh, on the way. Yeah, they've actually found a director, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, it's Dan Trachtenberg, something like that, who yeah, directed yeah. um 21 Cloverfield Lane, mm-hmm. the second. My question to you guys is this though: I haven't I haven't seen the last Predator movie because I heard it's absolutely garbage and shit. Yeah, it was pretty bad. And it's a shame because I like Shane Black who yes. directed that film. Yeah. I, 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 I don't know how he fucked that up. So, with that being said, guys, do you think that the Predator franchise should just die? Like, should just get rid of it? Yeah, I think it's in the same exact position as the Terminator franchise and, and kind of the Alien, Alien franchise. Alien, yes, so I was going to say that too. It's like, I think those franchises are just past their prime. I don't think there's much more you can do to them without them being derivative of what came before. And it's like, every time you try to put it... Because that was the thing with the Predators franchise. It was like... With this, actually, I really like the Adrian Brody one, the one that came out before Predators, mm-hmm. but it was it was Predator again, and it was like it was derivative, and that's what kind of held it back. And then with this new one, which tried a new new Shane Black spin, it just it didn't really work because it wasn't Predator anymore. And it's like you can't give me a Predator movie about a Predator that's supposed to be scary with Shane Black dialogue that's comedic because the the two things just didn't mix well. It was like it was a tonally it was a mess. Um, now this Dan Trachtenberg guy, he does good work but it's like i feel like you either have to go in two directions you're gonna have to do the fresh spin which people aren't probably gonna like or you're gonna have to go with you know doing the ode to what came before mm-hmm. and we, we saw that and we saw that in um star wars it was like force awakens came out people liked it but people what was his main criticism it was a, it was a new hope all over again mm-hmm. then you tried something new with the last jedi and people hated it so i was like when it comes to some of these franchises you just can't win so it's just like man leave them alone Okay, I, I get that, I get that. Uh, G, how about you? What do you think about this, man? Should the Predator franchise die? Um, I mean, I haven't sat down and watched one full-length Predator movie in my life, so, mm-hmm. you know, whoop-de-doo. But, um, you know, to be honest with you, I agree with Kai. We need to leave some things in the past. I mean, you know, this is probably, what, the fifth one now, so, you know, it's, I haven't seen it. I'm not excited, so the world shouldn't be excited either. Right, that makes sense. <laughs> fact. Mm-hmm. I'm not excited, so the world shouldn't be. That's not a, that's not, that's not a fact, though? You're going to call guess, my man G a liar? I guess. That's mm-hmm. not really a lie. It's just a weird statement. Um, I'm actually on G with with G with this one. I've never really sat down and watched a Predator movie. Not even the original with Arnold Schwarzenegger. Is that what yeah. it was? Uh, I've never sat down and watched the whole thing, so I'm not really invested in this Predator franchise. Um, so it's, it's I been, could care less if it comes back or not. And the whole thing is like it's kind of been a mixed bag 
franchise to begin with because the only movie that is unequivocally unanimously like praised the is first. the first movie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's like, what kind of franchise do you even have anyway? Right. You know, it's not like the Star Wars universe where you had a praised trilogy. It's like you have really one good classic movie and that's mm-hmm. it. So why are we keeping this franchise on life support? Yeah, I don't. I think this franchise should die. Um, I'm oh, I'm still okay with more alien movies because like there are redeeming qualities about them, and I, I'm more invested in that franchise than I am Predator. So, mm-hmm. but as far as Predator is concerned, I, I don't care. I'm not. I know even when it comes out, I'm not watching the movie unless it's directed by Christopher Nolan, <laughs> which uh, it won't be. <laughs> Yo, and it's just like come up with some. Can we come up with some new monsters? Like they're not animals. Like you, like they're not finite. You right. can come up with a new one. Yeah, just go to the Bronx and find something. Oh wow. <laughs> <laughs> There's aliens in the Bronx now. Nah, there's some creatures oh, over there. Monsters, bro. There's no aliens. <laughs> it's like the Loch Ness Monster pond over there, son. He's like, there's monsters in the Bronx. <laughs> Rain Grand Conquest, bro. <laughs> the the Ghoulie Yankee Stadium? Well, you see he's just a trail of slime on Fort Math. Yeah, yeah, I heard about the dude that fell in a hole full of rats. Right? Yeah, yeah, oh yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, yo, I'm yo, suing the city like crazy. Man, just, and then not only that, he, he had to stay in a little... He couldn't scream or else the rats would have went yeah, in his mouth. Yeah, in his mouth. Yo, he was traumatized, son. Bro, what? I'm traumatized reading about that, man. Yeah. Yo, just reading that game Anxiety. Imagine if that was you. You fell into... A whole thing of rats. Not even little mice. Mice is super bad. Saiyan. Rats, that's bro? Like, that's like the intro to an It movie. Bro, that's the movie because I'm, I'm going to die. Like, that's that's just it. Like I, I would pass out in like fear. and I'm, yo, I'm Woo! I can't even think about that. I'm, I'm, I'm actually leaving New York State. No, I ain't going to leave New York State. No, I'm leaving New York State. I'm never going to the Bronx. For, I would sue for everything. Everything. That the Blasio has. <laughs> Fam, I can't, look, I can't look at another Yankee game. I'm going to be scared. <laughs> Look at Takashi. No! <laughs> I can't watch Tom and Jerry. Oh, the- y'all seen the new Tom and Jerry that's coming out? No, I, I missed the trailer. <sighs> garbage. Yeah. Is it? I'm not surprised. It looks garbage. It might be good. I mean, it might be good, though. You, you know, Jerry still has his swag. His swag is intact. Tom is doofy as ever. Thomas you know what though, bro? I I never got into Tom and Jerry as a kid. I don't I like loved the, it. I, I don't like the live action. The live um, there's action of that. There's a live action adaptation of Tom and Jerry. Nah, Tom and Jerry are cartoons. The only two cartoons in the movie, and everybody else is human. That's horrible. That's I, but I used to. Oh, watch. that's the new movie that they're doing. Oh, okay. Oh yeah, okay, yeah. yeah. Okay, I thought okay. you were saying there were there was a movie like that before. Said, really? Oh no 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 no. Oh okay 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 okay. okay, okay. Yeah, I used to watch Tom and Jerry for hours. Like you put that. They used to, it didn't click for me. They used to run. They used to run the mar- They used to run like four hour marathons, and I'd watch every and it would be like episode. Uh, four episodes, and each hour long. Yeah, I used to. Yo, I mean, what? Yo, especially with the dog, oh, uh, Spike. Yeah, Spike. Yeah. Oh man, remember that Western episode? With my man, um, Tom. He smoked the whole the whole cigarette in one puff. Smoked one. Hold on. They used to do some crazy shit in those, in those wow. episodes. Like if he got cancer, <laughs> lung, Tom had lung cancer. Yeah. That's crazy. Uh, next on the list. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Ryan Reynolds and Disney are now reportedly in talks of a third Deadpool movie in the MCU franchise, okay. and it might be R-rated. Yeah. Might be. Should I'm be. still skeptical on that because it's Disney. Yeah. But with that being said, are we looking forward to a supposed R-rated Deadpool film in the MCU? Um... I think I'm kind of okay with there being no more Deadpool. Like, I'm kind of indifferent really? at this point. Yeah, you know, after the, after Deadpool 2, which I enjoyed, I was like, oh, okay, I don't need another one of these. I, I already felt like the 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 rope was getting the rope was getting thin mm-hmm. with its with the comedy and the content and just what the movie was about. It lacked a real story. 
Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if I need a third Deadpool. If I do get one and it's hilarious and it's everything I it, I didn't know, I didn't think it would be, then yeah. But as far as, I'm not really asking for it. You know what I mean? Um, I love Ryan Reynolds in the role. I hope he does like an anime, like he shows up in other movies or even does like animated stuff and cartoons and stuff somewhere down the line. But I'm cool with them not have, doing a third Deadpool. Um, I'm okay. I'm, I kind of agree with that. Mm-hmm. The only way I would see it was if it would work again, if like he can now, it, it, I think it would be cool to see him interact with now MCU. the MCU. Yeah. But the thing I was thinking of, and I think if I'm not mistaken, Deadpool does this in the comics, like he'll just drop in yeah. in a random comic and like say some jokes, whatever. And yeah, bounce. yeah. They get, they can use Ryan Reynolds for that, man. Just have him make cameo appearances in movies. Just drop a couple lighthearted jokes or like yeah. adult jokes in a movie. And then keep it pushing. Or, I don't think we need another Deadpool movie. Yeah, because even with uh, Childish Gambino and his brother were working on that Deadpool series for FX, which I, I thought would have been amazing. Mm-hmm. I think you can use Deadpool. If you can somehow get Ryan Reynolds to do like 10 episodes of that, mm-hmm. I think that'd be great as well. Oh, bring it to Disney Plus? Um, maybe because I'd want it to be adult, so probably not Disney Plus, but maybe FX. Distribute okay. it elsewhere. Interesting. Um, I just think there's better things to do with Deadpool than putting him in a movie right now. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And plus like... Where do you fit that in? Because they're they're backed up yeah. by a whole year, which is a lot for the MCU. Yeah, exactly. Um, but I mean, I'm glad they're not letting it go because, like I said, Deadpool's a great character, so he's definitely not done. But mm-hmm. I don't need I don't know if we need to see him in movie form again. Okay, G, what you think, man? <clears throat> as long as it is something I didn't expect, I needed that I won't enjoy the movie. Because, mm-hmm. like Kai said, um, first one was fantastic. It's great. Second one it's was classic. Second one was entertaining, but it was just like, all right, it wasn't as memorable as the first one. It was kind of like, all right, at this point, I was going to make a third movie. It's either going to be a really good one or a really bad one because mm-hmm. it's just like, you know, the comedy was there, but like you said, there was no... With the first one, there was a general storyline. The second one didn't really have a storyline. It was more just uh, slaughtering jokes. Yeah, let's throw these characters together. Yeah, facts. So, um, so if they can, you know, have a great story to it, you know, if, if it's Deadpool meets um, John Wick, you know, I'm for it. <laughs> <laughs> or put John Wick in Deadpool. Nah, they don't want Deadpool to die. I'd pay to see that. I would too. They don't want to end Deadpool right then and there. Deadpool can't die. He can't. Come on, get John fucking Wick. <laughs> I'm pretty sure John Wick can't find a way to kill Deadpool. John Wick will find a way to kill Deadpool. With a pencil. He'll dig up his dog. Oh, that's cold. <gasps> that's terrible. Well, Deadpool would do that. No, John... Oh, he's going to dig up his own dead dog? He'll dig up his own dead dog. and he he Might as well dig up his dead wife, too. Use that spiritual energy, you know. Spiritual energy. I'm done with you. Yes. All right, let's move on. Please. Okay, the 2021 Grammy Award nominations mm-hmm. have been announced today. And uh, let's just go through it. Yes, yeah. there's, there's a nomination that G's very excited for. We'll get, matters. we'll get to it. We'll get to it. But Kyle, let's introduce these uh, nominations, please. All right, let's do, let's start with with the one G's so excited about: yeah. best rap album. All right, so nominees: we have D Smoke, Black Habits. Didn't even know he had an album. Doodle. You heard Just it? because you won a Netflix award show doesn't mean you need to be. <laughs> it wasn't an award show; it was a competition show. Competition show doesn't mean. Can I continue with the nominees, please? I, I, I can't. I can't give my competition on each number. No, this is the one with Cardi B and no, no, that no, no, no. competition. Show? Yes, yes, yes. The one I, I keep on, keep on. Uh, um, Freddie Gibbs and the Alchemist Alfred. <laughs> Jay, Le- <laughs> Jay Electronica, a written testimony. Get this album the fuck off of here. Bro. I feel wins. I feel wins. Jay got accepted. Jay got accepted. No, Jay has to accept it. Um, Nas, King's Disease. And Royce the 5'9", the allegory. Okay. Um, this 
That Jay Electronica album, Jay. I don't know why that Jay paid there. so much money, or he threatened to kill somebody if <laughs> <laughs> that album wasn't nominated. That's you, a fact. You though. know that's what happened. That had to happen. Fam, that album. I'm a Jay. I only listened to the last track of the album. I like two songs off that album. That's that's it's 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 such an underwhelming album for an yeah. album that y'all been talking about for, for twelve such years. A long time. <laughs> for twelve I, years, I know. Right? It's 12 years. This is yeah. our childhood, right? That's here. a fact. God, that's embarrassing. <laughs> but um, if I give my prediction, I think this is the year that Nas wins a wins a Grammy. I'm not saying it's the best. Uh, no, 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 no. Don't get me wrong. I I, I agree with that too. I think it's the year he yeah. wins. But I, give I would be utterly surprised if Nas does not win a Grammy. Can we say this is a weak category though? It is. Okay. It is. Except for Freddie. Yeah. Sure. Um, but I'll do the rap, best rap performance next. We have Big Sean featuring Nipsey Hussle, Deep Reverence, The Baby Bop, Jack Harlow was popping, Lil Baby, The Bigger Picture, Make the Stallion featuring Beyonce, Savage Remix, and then Pop Smoke Dior. This is a good category. This is good. Because I'm really not mad at anyone that at wins. Any of them. I'm not mad at Jack Harlow winning. I'm a, I'll, I'll be a little peeved that Jack yeah? Harlow wins. I like that That's song. That's a hit, though. It, no, it, it is a hit record, but I'd be a little bit peeved just because I think all these other songs are more deserving. I think Pop going to get it, though. I think they might give it to Pop. I, Pop I think they did it. They did it with Nipsey. I think they'll do it again with Pop. Um, but if they don't give it to him, I would love to see Big Sean win a Grammy for Deep Reverence. Yeah, because that is a fire track. This is the yeah. But if I'm going to pick one, for sure, I think it's going to be Make the Stallion featuring Beyonce. I was going to say that too. I they, think that... they 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 usually go towards whoever has the biggest biggest star mm-hmm. there okay. and. Anybody else got Beyonce on their song? No, that's true. Very true. And with everything Megan's been through through the year, I think it would kind of fit into that narrative, like the yo that I mean, because we all we all know Hollywood loves a story, like yeah, a good man. story. So my man was telling me that like it was just all the publicity stunt. Like I don't believe that, but I think I think it will fit into the narrative, like you know she got shot and then she to winning a Grammy. And it's not only on his side, but on Tory's side as well, bro. Yeah, they made sure he was nowhere on this fucking. No, <laughs> I mean, but, but it's not like he's not winning either. Like no, 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 he's you know he's re- yeah he's reaping some some benefits off the shit. Um, best new artist we have Ingrid Andreas. Don't know that person. Phoebe Bridgers. Don't know that person. Chica Noah Noah Cyrus. Miley Cyrus's uh, little sister. Oh, didn't know that. Mm-hmm. D Smoke Doja Cat K Tronada and Megan Thee Stallion. Doja I, Cat's a new artist. That's what I said. Yeah, she is technically. I had I hadn't heard Doja Cat records before this year. Mm-hmm. I, I want K Tronada to win, man, so bad. Megan Stallion's gonna win the bad. Who's no. that? Who's K Tronada? K Tronada is he was who I was who he's whose music I was playing all this summer. Oh, and Steph too. That makes just the beats, and he has other people rap on them and sing on them. He's the producer. Okay. Yeah, I'll, I'll play you some records, but okay. he's dope. It's actually not bad. Yeah. I do like some of the. the I, I, I love that album. He I don't actually Rafi. But uh, <laughs> keep going, Ty. That's fair. He didn't stop ask talking. Keep going, Ty. <laughs> wow. <laughs> nah, but Megan Stallion's gonna win this. I yeah, I think so. Okay. Once again, I think it fits. I hope she win though. I think it fits. I do too. Oh, hey man, Megan Stallion. You know what I'm saying? I think I think it fits. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not mad at it. Yeah, I think she wins too. Like I said, I think it fits into that whole narrative that mm-hmm. they like. Um, song of the year, Beyonce, Black Parade. Did not hear that song. I didn't before. hear it either. I was like surprised. I was like, Beyonce the, was here. I was like, what is that? It's like Black Parade. They just be giving Beyonce shit. She probably put that song on like eight records ago. <laughs> Wait, wait, wait. Um, Lil Baby, he was in he was in the same category as that Big Sean nomination? Yes. Okay. Um, I would be happy if, if Lil Baby won too. He's having a great year. Um, what was that? Oh, Song of the Year, Beyonce, Black Parade, Roddy Rich, The Box. I would love if that song won. Hey, Roddy got to win that. Yeah. Um, Taylor Swift, Cardigan. Didn't hear it. I'm not mad if Post Malone wins for Circles because I love that record. That's an ill record. Dua Lipa, Don't Stop Now, Don't Start Now, Billie Eilish, Everything I Wanted. Her, I Can't Breathe, J.P. Sachs featuring Julia Michaels, If the World Was Ending. Sound, cool sound. Just a cool song title. Please don't give it to uh, Billie Eilish. 
She's got she has enough. enough. Yeah, she, she has, has enough. enough. She's good for her career. She won more than Michael Jackson last year. <laughs> <laughs> well, she came close. Jesus. She good. <laughs> um, and then we have Record of the Year, which Beyonce, Black Parade, Black Pumas, Colors. Never heard of Black Pumas. Uh, Lil Baby featuring Roddy Rich, Rockstar. I want that to win. Doja Cat, Say So. I'm not mad if that wins either. I really like that song. Billie Eilish, Everything I Wanted, Dua Lipa, Don't Start Now, Post Malone, Circles, Not Mad If That Wins, Megan Thee Stallion featuring Beyonce, Savage Remix, Not Mad If That Wins either. And then we have... I like to see Doja Cat win. I like that song a lot. I really do like that song. Yeah. I don't like Doja Cat, but I like that song. Mm-hmm. Um, album of the Year. Congratulations to Janae Eichel, man, for uh, Chilumbo. Chilumbo. Yeah, I give it that too. Uh, Black Pumas, Black Pumas, Coplay, Everyday Life. Uh, they Jay- had albums here? Yeah, that's what I said. What? Yeah, I gotta listen to it. I like Coldplay. Um, Jacob Collier, The G's Volume 3. What song you like other than uh, Vita? Vita La Vita? Vita, Vita? Yeah. I like Yellow. I like... Um, I'm done here. So you're done? <laughs> I, I, I fuck with Coldplay. No, no, no. Adventure of a Lifetime is my shit. Yeah, that's, yeah, lot, that's another song that I like. A lot of people say they fuck with them. I was, I was bumping that this weekend. Clocks is good. There's, they have a lot of good songs. Oh, you like Clocks? I do. I like that too. You got taste. Thank you, sir. Uh, Hiam, Women in Music, Part 3, Dua Lipa, Future Nostalgia, Post Malone, Hollywood's Bleeding, Taylor Swift, Folklore. I think Album of the Year is going to go to Post Malone, Hollywood's Bleeding. I think they've been looking for a reason to give him a, a Grammy. I'm not mad at it. Mm-hmm. Um, also, Album of the Year, that's a huge one. Um, and then the R&B performances, I'm going to say R&B just so I can fucking call out the fucking snub of the year. Okay. Uh, we have Janae Aiko. Oh, that's, sorry, that's... Best R&B performance. Yeah, what are you, yeah, what are you looking for? Uh, Best R&B album. Okay, go for uh, it. We have Aunt Clemens, Happy to Be Here, Give Eon, Take Time. That's a really good project. Luke James, To Feel Love, Slash D. Uh, John Legend, Bigger Love, Gregory Potter, All Rise. Where is The weekend? Wait, well, not only that. Where is um, Summer Walker? Where is Summer Walker? That's You're right. That's What the fuck? The weekend isn't contemporary? He's nowhere. He, he He's was not snubbed. alternative? He was snubbed. He's not on. Wow. He's not, he, didn't get, he didn't get any nominations. Wow. Not even for uh, what's my record? The the the, the hit one. Yeah. Like what the fuck? Team Impala got nominated for best alternative album. Did they? Music album. Yeah, it was cool. Congratulations, Team Impala. Um, the weekend is. Did he not release it in time for the? Nah, he would have had to when that album come out. Cause the the cutoff point is like late September. I feel like he released it early September, early August, right? That's crazy yeah. that he didn't get nominated. They left him off. People are mad too. We can fans are mad. Well, of course they should be mad. Those, I mean, from I haven't listened to it from start from you know start to finish. But from what I understand, it's a good album. All right, and then let me just do a uh, best pop, uh, best pop solo performance. Okay, we have Justin Bieber, Yummy. We have Doja Cat, Say So. This is a tough one. Billie Eilish, Everything I Wanted, Dua Lipa, Don't Start Now, Harry Styles, Watermelon Sugar. Ooh, I like that song. And uh, Taylor Swift, Cardigan. I think it goes to Harry Styles. Well, I think sure. it does too, yeah. That song was a massive record. It still is. It's catchy. More than sugar. Ah. I was listening to that today. Nah, that, that's my shit though. <laughs> um, uh, I guess I'll do Best Pop Vocal Album. Justin Bieber Changes, Lady Gaga, Chromatica, Dua Lipa, Future Nostalgia, Harry Styles, Fine Line, Taylor Swift, Folklore. I'm going to say that goes to Harry Styles too. What other song besides Watermelon Sugar? I don't fucking know. <laughs> But I don't know any of these other records either. Me either, man. Uh, all I know is Justin They might just give it to Taylor Swift just because of like yeah, name, just name recognition. And also, she had her masters sold for $300 million, so they might feel bad for her. God bless her. No, she didn't sell them. Someone else sold I know. them. Yeah. I know. God bless her. <laughs> she is at home. <laughs> Sick. She's upset. Oh, k on my witness. Best dance electronic album. I don't know these other people, but he's nominated for Bubba, and I, I really like that album. Mm-hmm. Hope he wins. All right. 
But yeah, man. That's... But overall, though, to me, man, it's lack, a lackluster Grammy year. But also, it was a lackluster year as far as music as well. And I think, you know what? And what's sad, too? This is going to happen at the Oscars, too. Yeah. You think so, man? Absolutely. A lot of great music came out this year, man. Not music that's recognized by the Oscars. Okay. I mean, by the, by the Grammys. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying? That, too. Not that, too. There's gonna be like three movies in the in the Oscar category. That's so disappointing, bro. <laughs> like, what's it? What's it going? What fuck came out this year? Tenant. They're gonna nominate. It's gonna be Tenet, Tenet, Trolls. Tenant Trolls. <laughs> <laughs> and Wonder Woman. <laughs> and fucking uh, <laughs> the space between us. Some fucking drama that came out. Yeah, some stupid drama. I hope Tenant wins just the, off off rip. The air between us. Jeez. You know how they, you know how, how every year is that that random ass movie that no one fucking saw. That's nominated for Best Picture. They're gonna yeah. put back in Uncut Gems. <laughs> right, we got it wrong. <laughs> we we watched it again. That movie's actually lit. <laughs> it's actually not bad. It's pretty good. Adam Sandler here, take it. Just please stop putting on Netflix movies. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, it's gonna be a bad. Uh, did you? All right. So the, the AMAs was last night. Did anybody watch it? No, no, I didn't watch them. I didn't watch a second of it. Nah, I'm good. Oh god. Shout out to Taraji P Henson for um, hosting though. That's a big. That's a big deal. That's yeah. A big deal. It is. Mm. Huh. All right. Well, we can move on. Yes, please. Congratulations to all the nominees. And, yeah, that's a fact. That's and, a I will, fact. and I'll still be watching when it comes. The Grammys? Yeah. Well, I don't know if I'm going to watch, man. I'll, you know what? I'll drop in. You'll drop in? Yeah, depending on what I'm doing that night. Because I don't really care about any of these nominees. That's why I'm like, I don't really... True, 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 true. Eh. We'll yeah. see, we'll see. All right, let's get to The Mandalorian. Yes. Episode 4, mm-hmm. Season 2 of The Mandalorian dropped last Friday. Yep. Kai, please, your view of the week, sir. Let's Yo, Mandalorian's on a fucking run, man. They're doing their thing. I'm, I'm very impressed after two really solid episodes that took advantage of their their uh, their runtime. You know what I mean? There wasn't any... Because like I said, it just cut out all the dull space travel, and I like this show. Um, the show had great pacing. He gets to the planet. He gets his mission. He goes on the mission. And the problems are being solved with, you know, bigger plot holes being left open for future episodes. Mm-hmm. It's cool, man. And I like that um, Moff Gideon, um, played by John Carlos Esposito, he's being, he's he feels more like a threatening presence in this season, just like being as a background character. I can't wait to see what he does with the uh, with the Darksaber. I feel mm-hmm. like it's, it's going to be him and Ahsoka going back to back. Um, but yeah, and, it, and I feel like we might be getting her character next episode, too. Uh, I, I, it's I almost guaranteed. Yeah, because I don't think anything's stopping you know, the Mandalorian mm-hmm. from reaching her. If something is, I'm going to be pissed. Yeah, at this point, like, yo, bro, just... Just There's going to be more dirt. Yeah. <laughs> more sand. More sand and dirt. <laughs> and ice. Maybe water. A yeah, maybe, water. maybe a little water. Maybe some grass if we're lucky. <laughs> if we're lucky. But, um, yeah, uh, I really like this episode. I like I like the action. I like um the infiltration. I like the humor. I like that blue guy. Mm-hmm. Um, And Carl Withers, man, he did a great job. He directed this episode. I was episode. surprised he directed I didn't know he could even yeah. direct anything. Um, this episode had a lot of tension, and I liked that for a little bit we left the Mandalorian because I was actually concerned that these characters might die. Mm-hmm. I know the I, I know the Mandalorian's fucking bulletproof. Like I'm I'm not worried about him dying at any time. Mm-hmm. So when he kind of left, and we were just watching uh, the other three escape um, in that in that cool space chase or whatever you want to call it, um, I thought that was really cool and was really tense. So yeah, okay, thumbs up for me. Um, I did like the episode. I will disagree. You know, one thing I wasn't actually a fan of the blue guy. Uh, mm-hmm. Played by Horatio Sands from the uh, from SNL. Oh, he's right. I thought he was just too goofy. trying to be. Yeah, it was too goofy, bro. It was taken away from the episode, like mm-hmm. where it's kind of be this tense thing. They're trying to break into a, uh, a secure facility of the the Empire of the old Empire, anyway. And he's just like dropping annoying quips and <laughs> just moving weird on the ship. It's like I think he was just going too far as far as like the jokes are concerned. It was just okay. trying to, you know, 
play it for laughs when it's like, ah, we don't really need you to do that. You know, one thing I did, I'm starting to really notice about The Mandalorian, um, the show, mm. everyone kind of feels uncomfortable with everything. Like, like the props and the way people handle like their costumes and they walk and just behave. It's really bulky. Yeah, it's like, it's almost like everyone's afraid of like the things around them are going to break. Like even when they were using like the tools and stuff, I always noticed like they struggle to use them as if like they're not comfortable to use in a way that I've never really noticed in any other Star, like in a Star Wars film. Mm-hmm. It's like, uh, like even like when they're in the costumes, it's like, oh, that looks like it's uncomfortable. Or, or like when they're in a, when they're in this, on a set, it's like, oh, the, the, like the set feels cramped. Like you feel like they're just like, uh, excuse me, mm-hmm. I just got to get around here. Yeah. Like it was something I noticed like more than ever this episode. It didn't detract from anything, but it was something I noticed. Yeah. I don't want to make it seem like I don't like the episode, but I, I do agree with you in the sense like, all right, for instance, not necessarily men, the Mando's cloak, but like let's say Carl Weathers, uh, I forgot his character's name, but like his attire. Yeah. It's not that tactical. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You're not like, going to be sneaking around in the clothes. Like, I don't know if you, if I'm sneaking around somewhere, I'm throwing on some like sweats, t shirt, maybe a bulletproof vest if I need it, and that's it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going around in this whole like robe type thing. And then the other girl has like this heavy ass armor. Like I don't know, bro. Like, like they all look uncomfortable. It just looks weird. Yeah. Like, I, I, I'm not sneaking around in those kind of clothes. Is what I'm saying. Right. Um, but with that being said, though, man, I I like the show has been very good. Mm-hmm. Uh, very happy with my boy Baby Yoda. Don't want to fall over the place. Yes. <laughs> but he's amazing, man. So it's confirmed that Star Wars Universe has macaroons. Because those are just macaroons. You know what's funny? They're selling those macaroons for like an ex- very expensive price. They're stupid. Well, people buying them. What you mean? They're I'm, stupid. People are stupid. Well, people are stupid, yes. Yeah. So we, macaroons are expensive enough. I know. You ever tried to buy like four macaroons? I've actually never had a single 15. macaroon in my entire life. You've never had a macaroon? It's probably like $12 for a macaroon. Yeah. What is a macaroon? Macaron, it's a um, it's a cookie. It's it's a French cookie. It's, it's so good. It's, it's 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 the way it's made. It's amazing. It's really gonna, hard to make, but basically it's um, two really flaky, soft um, cookies, and, um, and then it's cream in the shell. Yeah. Come in different flavors. Pistachio, pistachio Caramel. is my favorite. It's like a whoopie pie. Caramel. Um, yeah, but it has it has a, a hard a hard exterior. It's like an Oreo like cookie. Break. Yeah, no. but much much more refined. Okay, I mean, I'll try it one day. It's like smooth, like it's like if you smoothed out the edges of an Oreo cookie. It's it's amazing. They sell them at the mall. We'll we'll go get some. But there's this place called 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 Financier in the city, and they sell the big ones, the two two dollars each. Those big ones. Macaroons can get very expensive. Yeah, they're expensive though. This place that I used to go to at lunch when I worked in the city was. They sold them for like fucking seventy five cents a pop. I'm like, what the fuck? Seventy five cents a macaroon? No, sorry, one fifty a macaroon. Sorry. Oh, it's about sixty five. That's cheap as hell. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, one fifty, one fifty. For one macaroon, for yeah, one. It's, it's this small. That's and it's small, yeah. I've seen it. That's OD. It's it's amazing though. I'll try it one day if you if you're saying it. You're the, the chef guy here, so that makes sense. It's amazing. Yeah, we'll see. It's amazing. Have you seen Mandalorian season uh, episode four? Nah, I'm two episodes behind, man. This oh this um God. this essay, man. Every every everything. Just that drop that, out of school already, nah, bro. I'm I can not tell you. you. You're not me. I didn't drop out. I mean, technically, I did, but <laughs> might as well. <laughs> I'm doing bigger, better things though. You know. I feel you though. Know, you know what I mean. Cooking crack. You're not supposed to tell everybody that, bro. It's supposed My to be fault. I thought that was. Me. I thought that was like a. No, no, no. Come on, man. <laughs> oh, everybody kind of in. I'm sending this audio to the FBI. <laughs> <laughs> Ralphie, you're done in this city. Oh boy. <laughs> well, you made your last sale. God. Are we finally? Are we ready to move on to the main topic of the yeah, week? Absolutely ready. To move on. All right. We're so Kai, uh, going off what you said earlier, man, it is absolutely a shame that we did not get the Deadpool series that we wanted on FX. Mm-hmm. Um. I actually would love to just like 
Because I, I, Donald Glover was just writing and producing, right? He wasn't actually going to star in it. No, he wasn't going to star in it. Unless we don't know anyway. Yeah. Because we, we never... No, he they did a pilot. It was, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a rough draft. Like very, very, very At least they, they wasn't feeling it. Yeah. Or well, it was creative differences or something. FX is dumb. Yeah. And I, I just wish we would have got that show. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. that being said, this week, our topic will be movies and music projects that we hope, but probably will never ever happen but we hope we get it one day we'll see what happens maybe one day a stoop kid can dream a stoop kid can dream mm-hmm. ready to start yes sir let's do it um so the first one i actually thought of this one uh <laughs> on my own no one ever no one else is uh contributing no one has this idea. you've been talking about this for like 10 years i have because it's gonna happen it should happen and i'll make it makes sense a barack obama biopic now <laughs> it's almost a hundred percent guaranteed that we are going to get a barack obama biopic that's just we kind of already did kinda in a loose the way. The TV show? No, the TV? There, there was a there was a Barack Obama and Michelle Obama movie. Ah, fuck that! I want a, I want a real one. The one they when they were young. Yeah, when they go on a date, like it's like about their first date. I don't care that about was that. A good movie. I want I want to see a movie about his becoming they, president. They actually went to um they went to go see um do the right thing on their first date. Really? Mm-hmm. Don't care. Um. So the the savage bro. Worse than me. Oh damn. No, you know what's funny? I was I when I was upstairs, my dad was watching Do the Right Thing. Oh, so you should be even more shady. Right? It's my top five movies. I nah, love Do the Right Thing. After you just disrespected it. Oh, oh no, I have a signed copy of Do the Right Thing. Is by Obama Spike Lee. one of your top five presidents? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> of course he is. What He's like this Reagan. Uh, wow. <laughs> There's Reagan. He did great things. There's Reagan. There's Trump. Uh, Trump. <laughs> Going too soon. Nixon. Uh, <laughs> honest man. Honest man. All the Aryans. <laughs> Can I throw Hitler in there? Stop. <laughs> Ralphie, you sick fuck. Okay. So going back to my Barack Obama biopic mm-hmm. that will happen eventually. Who directs it? Can I get to who stars in it first? Oh, I'm sorry. I think oh. you said that already. Thank you, bro. <clears throat> So who I want to star in this Barack Obama movie is none other than my man, Will Smith. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so who directs it? Well, first of all, can we lament the fact that Will Smith is the yeah, perfect... Go, bro- keep bro- going. Keep going. Bro- We're not going to give you a round of applause and yeah, pat you back just because you said one thing. <laughs> you're not getting it. I like affirmations, guys. Pause. Um, so di- all right. So directing this flick... <sighs> if I can't get Christopher Nolan to do it, I probably would get... You just get Spike Lee to do it. I know that's what I was gonna say. Spike Lee. I think Spike Lee would be actually, okay. and, and that's old jokes. I think Spike Lee is the guy to make this happen, or mm-hmm. Ryan Coogler. Okay, okay. starring Michael B. Jordan. I'll throw one more person out there. <laughs> just <laughs> naturally. Yo, know, think about yo. Know, twenty years from now, why not? Fuck it. Twenty. Oh yeah. Twenty, 20 years from now. Yeah. Twenty okay. years from now. Twenty yeah, years from now. I was gonna say not thirty year old Michael no, B. Jordan. No. 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 I would also. I would also like uh, Ava DuVernay. I think she would really. I think, You're right. I do like that too. Yeah. But she, I'm she rolling would, with Spike Lee. She'd really be really going. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Okay. I, I like. Um, who, who's Ava DuVernay? What, what has she directed? She did. Um. Uh, now they see us. She did. Uh, the. Well, That's all I need. Selma. Oh. Okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, and the other Disney movie I forgot. Uh, Wrinkle in Time. Yeah, Wrinkle in Time. I still haven't seen it. I heard it's okay. I do want to watch it, though. Yeah. Um, I'll watch this movie. Definitely. Of course you would. Will Smith. <laughs> I don't go and watch everything uh, Will Smith. No, but him as Barack Obama, like, that's it just makes sense. Uh, see, this is my only thing. It's like... What, bro? He also tried playing Ali. <laughs> it didn't work out that well. Nah, what? He, he, what? he did a great job as Ali. He did an okay job as Ali. No, he, he did, did a great okay. job as Ali. He did an okay job as Ali. He was not, like, the best Ali. He sounded like Ali, but he got nominated for an Oscar. So what that mean? 
He did a good job. He did an okay job. Nah, him. don't say. Don't. He don't did a man Will Smith. Like I'm that's not disrespect. He did a good job playing Chris Gardner. You don't even know who that is. He did a great job of playing Chris Gardner. Who's Chris Gardner? He's he's a movie character. A black man <laughs> from the Pursuit of Happiness. You I, yes, I saw this. Yes, I love Pursuit of Happiness. <laughs> no, no, no. But this, this, yeah, this this is a movie actually I do see happening. I don't know if Will Smith's going to be in the role, but it's going to be Will Smith. Barack Obama will definitely do. Uh, I want a script by Aaron Sorkin. Then it then it work. It's going to be a lot of politics. Talk. But all right, then Spike Lee's not directing this. Why? Because he has to write it. <gasps> I would love to direct it. Aaron Sorkin could direct this. Yeah, he can. He, yeah, yes. He, yeah. After you know what? Change my answer. Aaron, Aaron Sorkin not only is writing it, but directing a like Barack it. Obama biopic starring Will Smith. Sir, you have just sold me this movie. My boy. <laughs> uh, Kobe, Kobe, Kobe. All right, but that's fine. Yeah, <laughs> hell yeah, bro. All right, I like this. I'm watching this movie. We ready to move on to the next one? Uh, Yeah, I'm cool. Um, the Nice Guys 2. Yes. Uh, directed directed by Shane Black, also returning Ryan Gosling and yeah. Russell Crowe. Okay. This is the movie is like, I, I wish, I, I think I've said it before, I wish that this movie would happen. I just don't think it made enough money. It, it's not going to happen. Yeah, it's not. It's unfortunate. Happen. I mean, I would love to, see, I think, you, I don't know if you probably mentioned this, but as a TV show. Yeah. That would also, yeah, yeah. I mentioned it as a TV show as well. Like a Starsky and Hutch kind of thing. Yeah. this, this was Just nice. a 10 episode miniseries. Yeah. I'm Eight, fine. 10 episodes, whatever. Well, and we also. We can sell it to Amazon Prime. Yeah, we can. HBO Max. Um, And a, like a cool idea that I would love for this would be like, maybe if they pick up this movie maybe like 10, 5, 10 years later and instead of being in the 70s, we're in the 80s. And they could do that as well. I kind of like the 70s. Vibe. I like I like the 70s I like too, 70s but I want to, but I would want to the put them in a, and cocaine. Nah, I just want to put them in a new era for them like changing times or like doing something very different. Mm-hmm. Like still having it be the detective story, but just maybe giving it a different backdrop. I so it does, so it doesn't feel too bogged down by the first movie. Because the first one is great. You know what I mean? The yeah. only thing with that is that like Russell Crowe's character is already kind of old. He's kind of old, yeah. I mean, yeah, he's beating people up, but like he's old. Yeah. So if you fast forward five, ten years, then... He's in a wheelchair. Pull him on up. <laughs> and then up. plus, then you can't bring back the daughter at that age, which I like that dynamic between... Oh, Robert I mean, by the time this movie gets made, who knows? It might be five Because when did the movie come out? Like, not even... Movie. It's four years ago. Yeah. 2016. So one more year. If it would have come out in 2021... It's a great year because Lion Lane came out the same, same year. Oh, my God. Great. Anyway, I've never um, a movie in my life. Yeah, this is the movie that I wish would happen, but it probably won't. But mm-hmm. it is what it is. This uh, would be great, yeah, though. Yeah, this would be a great movie. Yeah, and they have such good chemistry, bro. They do. I don't want to see them in another movie. Yeah, maybe we'll see. I don't know. Yeah, Ryan Gosling's been kind of quiet lately, so. You talk I mean, he's done with you. What? What's that got to do with me? I say he's done with you. You talk to him? Have I spoken to him? Yeah. Not lately, no. Not lately. He's been quiet. Probably. Bro, you want me to call him right now? Call him right now on this podcast. Oh, it's on airplane mode. I can't really Yeah, I'm, I'm sure you can. <laughs> it's on airplane mode. We in a basement. Yeah, no, my phone's on airplane mode. No, I know. You're bland. Thanks, sir. Y'all ready for the next one? Yeah, please. I'm ready. Um, <laughs> what did you say? Please move on. Please move on. <laughs> um, a catch, Catcher in the Rye. This yes. is um, my favorite book that we read in high school. This really? Is, this yeah. is what my man's rich and he's on, a, um, he's on a bus? No, he's on a train? No, this is Holden Caulfield. And he's in New York City. He takes a train. He takes a train. Yes, he does. Take he a does take a train. Yeah, he he's, he's rich. He's he not, goes he's to not boarding, rich. He goes to boarding school, though. Yes, that's, he goes to boarding school. Yes. Oh, and the kids at boarding school is rich. Yes. I thought you were talking about Richie Rich to no. Christmas. <laughs> not Richie Rich. <laughs> I was like, wait, what? <laughs> nah, you're wrong. I'm like, actually, yes. If it's Richie Rich, then you're correct. Yeah, that's all correct. This would be your favorite book. Um, nah, this is a good book. This it is a classic book. Yeah. The only problem is J.D. Salinger estate. Yeah, will never allow this movie to be made. Yes, why not? He, he just, just doesn't. Want, he doesn't yeah. want it to be uh, adapted for a movie. So oh, what had gosh. happened was one of his earlier works had been adapted into a movie and it had gotten panned. And he was like, "Oh no, never again! Mm-hmm. Will you touch mm-hmm. my shit?" 
And even when he died uh, a couple of years ago, he put it in his will. He was like, do not respect my wishes. Do not make this into a movie. Right. Um, but yeah, I think this this would just work so much. This is, to me, this is like the per perfect adaptation. I think it's relevant. It's a, it's a fun adventure. It's a coming of age story. It's a, a YA novel that I, like are fucking huge now. Like you look at, you look at movies like, remember when like the Divergent series and Perks of a Wolf, Perks of Being a Wallflower and all that was out. This mm -hmm. would fall in right with that even more so. It's a fucking timeless classic. And there's never been another protagonist like Holden Caulfield. He's such a weird character. Like, yeah. he really can't even... It's be... a definition of finding yourself. Yeah, and he can't even be... He can never be um, replicated, like, in another character. It's like, he does such weird things. Like, the fact that he goes and he hires a prostitute, and instead of doing anything, he just... Sit, he just <laughs> he, sits he sits there and talks with her. You know what I mean? Like, the scene, like, he goes to go see his old uh, teacher, and the teacher, like, pats his head and he thinks that's a sexual advance so he leaves and then he feels remorse because he's like oh wait maybe I thought about like he there's so much internal conflict in that character that would be so interesting to explore on screen especially for like a young adult mm -hmm. you know what I mean because I think he conveys a lot of feelings that maybe we felt as kids but we never ex were able to express and I think he expresses them perfectly yeah. um but yeah it just sucks that this and this is another one like um I'd have Aaron Sorkin write and direct this project. <laughs> just have Aaron Sorkin direct it. Nah, just because Aaron Sorkin, like, he is, like, very old-timey, like, writer. Like, he, like... I, I would probably just... Or handle the script. Adapt the book into a... In the sense that, like, just use whatever's in the book as the script, if that makes sense. It's... I don't... Because Aaron Sorkin's gonna change the way... No, nah, Holden probably sounds. I wouldn't say that. No, well, he's very snarky and witty. Mm -hmm. Aaron Sorkin's great at writing that, and also he did he took he adapted um, To Kill a Mockingbird for for Broadway, so I think he. Ooh, I, I want to watch that. Actually. Yeah, I actually want. That was my plan to go see it before COVID. Well, happened. we out, bro. Yeah, yeah. I Let me know when you want to go. I got you. Um, yeah, I, this was this is actually one of my favorites too. I, my, personally, I, my favorite growing up was uh, Flowers for Algernon. Okay. Um, but this is also up that was there. the Japanese one, right? The, no, this was the the one where the the guy uh, is kind of like mentally mouse. what with the mouse. Yes, with the mouse. This was fine. Okay. With the mouse, he, he they they give him a surgery and he becomes like a lot smarter, but it ends up killing him at the end of that. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, similar to Limitless, I guess, just without a pill, it's actually um, surgery. Surgery. Okay. Anyways, uh, yeah, I, agree. I I do like the idea of this movie. John Cusack years ago uh, said in an interview that his biggest regret was being too old to play Holden Clawfield. I think he actually like tried to get this okay. uh, adapted, probably in the early 90s i guess mm -hmm. um or, or mid i don't know but uh yeah I w this would be great uh, to be adapted quick quick oscar bait right there too. yeah this going to win all the awards and i think another person that would be pretty cool to adapt this would be francis ford Coppola. okay um he did the outsiders mm -hmm. and I, I think he also did rumble fish i think he produced rumble fish i don't know if he Point being, I think this would be a cool way to get Francis Ford Coppola back in the uh, director's chair, man. Timothy Chalamet as uh, Holden Caulfield? Yeah, that's actually <laughs> a perfect casting right there. Yeah. Um, I can't think, unless you just get a really, really unknown unknown name. Yeah. But what, because I think Catcher in the Rye, the name itself, Catcher in the Rye, is just like synonymous with a, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, just a literary classic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great American novel. There yeah. we go. That's what I was looking for. Um, so I don't think they necessarily need Timothy Chalamet. However, it, he'd be perfect. Yeah, and if this was twenty five years ago, Leonardo DiCaprio, like a young Leonardo DiCaprio. Uh, is Leonardo? Hmm, can he be an outcast though? I think so. 
A young Leonardo DiCaprio could be a Jack from no, Titanic. No, well, you need younger. You need like Gilbert what, Grape. Yeah. Gil- need, Gilbert yeah. Grape. Yeah, I think so. It's all in the attitude. Okay. I think he's diverse of an actor. Huh? Okay. I have to see you. Right. How about you, G? Um, it's whatever, bro. <laughs> cool. Nah, um, in all honesty, I mean, it, it just kind of, I just kind of killed me with the whole it'll never be done. It won't. Be. It won't. It won't. So it'll never be. But done. this is no. It, it would be a great movie, though. It, it, it would. would. It would be a great movie because at first I hated that book, but now that I'm thinking about it, um, I did like it at the end just because it was kind of like a just a journey, like it wears its head. There was no real concise mm-hmm. plot. In the book, nah, it was just going. Yeah, it was just a journey. Thing. You felt, you felt, you felt as lost as Holden was. Right, like you didn't know where he was going. Like, why next. am I reading this? Why am I answering seven questions a chapter on this? That's a fact. <laughs> That's like, a what? fact. I agree with you. I agree with you. Uh, let's get to another uh, literary adaptation. Mm-hmm. The girl who played with fire. Mm-hmm. And Kai, I, I imagine you put this in there. You want I this did. directed to be. You want this to be directed by again. Uh, David Fincher. Now, this is also a sequel from them, a direct yes. sequel to Girl, Girl with the Dragon, Dragon Tattoo. Yeah, one of the most disappointing things. The only disappointing thing about watching Girl with the Dragon Tattoo was knowing that the sequel would not be being was not being made. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know much. I personally don't even know much about the sequel, but I just want the sequel to happen. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Just the tone that David Fincher was able to set. The characters, uh, Rooney Mara and um, and Daniel Craig's characters. Uh, there was a whole bunch of other like. Big, not big name actors, but like substantial actors in the movie that were supposed to be in the next one that didn't. And I was actually watching the movie and I'm like, huh, that's weird that they casted this actor in this role because they're a somebody and they only had two lines, but because they were going to have a bigger role. So I would have loved... Who was that? Um, I can't... I can't you can remember. spoil it now. Cause... No, no, no. I, I can't even remember the actor's name. But uh-huh. like, you see him and you're like, yo, I know that guy from shit. Uh-huh. And then I saw like one of the women, uh, I think it was one of Elizabeth's... Uh, friends she's like she's an actress and i was like huh like that's weird that she's literally in a movie with no lines but she was going to play a bigger part down the line mm. um but yeah. <laughs> you said line like it was a pun she was really somebody with no lines but down the line oh yeah you know a little foreplay but um <laughs> yeah i, w- I would just Rock love to comprehend that <laughs> i could be the comprehend. y'all are so mean to me man. um but yeah i would just love to see a sequel to this man and we're not gonna get it's one, one of those episodes bro yeah I'm okay with it. But yeah, you'll never get one, Malik. Um, wow. Wow. <laughs> Thanks, bro. Wow. Uh, yeah, I've actually never seen the original. You should watch it. I'm good. You know who loves the original? Who? Madame Panay? No, my stepmom. Oh. She's been trying to get me to watch that movie for years. I don't know why I thought of Madame Panay. Is oh. she? Yeah, shout out to Madame Panay. Shout out to Madame Panay. I hope you're doing Only well. Only I know for Christmas I was going to get a ladle. That's what's up. That's, that's real tall. She was our French teacher. I hope she got them. I hope she got that cashmere sweater she wanted. Or was it socks? It was cashmere socks. Fam, that was less. That was more was than cashmere socks. Ten years ago, her memory is fire, yo, bro. I can remember. I remember the day like it was yesterday when you came into class didn't say anything and she kicked you out. Yeah, she had an incident. Anyway, I don't get it. He came in late. You didn't. Oh, so she was expecting an apology or something like that. No, he, like he literally came in probably a few seconds after the bell. Uh-huh. Sat down. She just like and then she just looked at him. He just raised his head and she looked at him. She was like, "I don't feel like dealing with you today." I was <laughs> get like, out. <laughs> like, All right, I'm out. I, was I feel now. I feel like dealing with you, but was, you here. So. so I'm like, "Damn, my man's is gone. I got to do this by myself." I was like, "Yeah, I could have been depressed that day. That could have been the last stretch." You just kicked me out. <laughs> but she liked you. Oh, uh, she liked me the next year. I was a, I was much more well behaved the next year. Okay, okay, okay. But um, let's move on to the next movie. 
So this is a movie I actually for a sequel that I actually forgot about. Yes. Because part two is kind of underwhelming. It was very to me. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Kick-Ass Three. This is a movie that I would actually like to see. However, it's too Kid m- Girl's too old now. They're all too old. I mean, the well, I think. Yeah, you're right. Because he's supposed to be like in high school. Yeah, Aaron Taylor Johnson's like fucking 35. Yeah, he's old now. You're right. You're right. Got a whole family. You're right. You're right. <laughs> Yeah, this movie's just it's not happening anymore, and I don't think Matthew Vaughn would probably go back to this. Either. Nah, yeah, I, I don't think so either. Because he's got the Kingsman franchise to work. Yeah, unless about. he's gonna replace Kickass with. Yo, Kingsman. we never actually got to see the the new Kingsman movie. No, no, the Kingsman, the Kingsman. It was still supposed to come out too. I think it got pushed back. Wow, I forgot about that film, bro. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay, I'm sorry. Off topic. Back to uh, uh, Kickass Three. Go, sir. Yeah. Um. I don't. Matthew Vaughn didn't even direct the second movie, which he didn't. He didn't. Oh. Which kind of sucked. Um. And that was kind that of makes a, sense why it sucked. Yeah, um, but there was there, there were things I liked in it. I thought Jim Carrey in it was awesome up until the point they killed him. R.I.P. Captain Stars and Strike. Yeah, I liked um, I liked Christopher Miss Plus playing the motherfucker. He was a, he was a good uh, he was a good villain, uh, picking up from the last movie. The but yeah, motherfucker. <laughs> but yo, I I do think if they were to make this movie and Matthew Vaughn were to return, he could recapture all that magic. And if they wanted to, really wanted to, they could do. Hey, this is 15 years later. I'm I'm an adult with a family. I really don't have time to be a superhero. They can play into like the Dark Knight because it's always been a, a spoof of like superhero movies. So they could do like a Dark Knight Returns thing where it's like, yo, come on, man. Like I'm 35. I got a wife and kids. Hit girl. Why are you at my house wearing that stupid uniform? <laughs> um, and she's been on the run. So I do think if they really wanted to make this movie, it could happen. Oh man, John Leguizamo died in this movie too, bro. Was he in it? Yeah. Who was he? He was Javier. Oh yeah, you're right. He's the motherfucker's manservant, I guess. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. right. Not manservant, but you know, like it's butler. But yeah, butler, manservant, whatever. Um, <laughs> nah, and he gets murked. Yep. And you know who's in this movie too? I, I didn't realize Daniel Kaluuya. Really? Kaluuya, whatever. Is he? Yeah. Is he oh, a I villain or a hero? He's a Black movie. Death. I don't know what. To oh, he must be a villain then. He's probably a villain. Yeah. yeah. Damn. Black Death. Black Damn. Death. Damn, Danny. Fuck. I yeah. I I I definitely watch that sequel that comes out. Well, Matthew Vaughn has to do it. I agree. I, I'll watch it too because I, I did like the first one. Yeah. Second one was okay. Um, but if Matthew Va- Matthew Vaughn goes back into the director's chair, I agree with you, bro. I would definitely watch that. I would Absolutely. like to see that too. Right. And last but not least, as far as the movies are concerned, unless we can think of anything else uh, before this episode runs out, this is actually great. I would love to see this, and I'm quite sure that we're going to get this. Okay. Whether it be an accurate adaptation is up to, you know, We'll see. And this has to be directed by Ryan Coogler. Like, you can't have no swag and direct this movie. You gotta have some swag. A, Rocker, a Rockefeller Records biopic. So, alright, let me ask you a question then. From what, from what point to what point are we making this movie about? This movie takes place from... I would, I would want to start this movie because before you continue, like, why would this be just a Jay Z biopic? Why, why just Rockefeller Records? Because I think the. Rockefeller story is more interesting than just the Jay-Z story. I think showing us... There was a major rift and a major conflict here, and I think showing us the two sides of the conflict and then letting the audience decide who they're going to side with would, would very much mirror what happened in real so life. Then, so then we should start? And that's the day before Jay-Z first... Um, his first album comes out. Like, like that day. I, I like that. I was going to say this album... I was going to say the movie comes out probably the day before um, Reasonable Doubt. Why? Um, I just think it's I think it's such a pivotal point. It's kind of where Rockefeller it's where they offici- started, yeah, where officially gets started. Okay, and I think in flat and in, I think in flashbacks we see 
they're a real hustle, like them, like them, them hustling, them selling drugs, and because it's honestly, low people, I can see it now, right? It just, it just starts off, you know, Jay's in Brooklyn, right? Probably alarm clock going off, beep beep. All right, like he's anticipating the day, like it's, it's just we know that his album's coming out, but they haven't revealed that in the movie. So he's, he's anticipating something. He's antsy about something. He hops in the white Lexus, picks up Bleak because Bleak lives right in the same complex, like. I, I envision all that shit in my head, and it, even just the way, um, the way um, the Wu Tang Saga was directed, like like the way just just that whole atmosphere, I can see that for this movie. Mm. Um, yeah, I, I think the whole because I think there's a story before the story with this movie. So I think if you would have started with them with Jay Z's first album and then taking off from there and then showing, there's so much we didn't see, like we didn't see how Rockefeller got into this position, and I think through flashbacks we will get to see like small hints, like seeing like as, as we see the friendship between him and Dame kind of rift, we go backwards and see where it started, which mm-hmm. would make the whole story feel even more tragic. And I think, I think you go from this movie probably until after a little bit after the black album and their rift and they split. Mm-hmm. And then from there, I think the movie ends with Jay-Z coming out of retirement and getting back on stage to perform for kingdom come or something like that. So I, I get it. I still don't feel like I still don't understand why this can't just be a Jay Z bio because a Jay Z biopic will feel more. A Jay Z biopic is the reason why, while I liked N.W.A., it felt like a like a Ice Cube, Dr. Dre, and um, Ice Cube, Dr. Dre, and Easy Easy movie. No, but but it felt more like an Ice Cube and Dr. Dre movie because. If you just if you're only siding with Jay Z, you're picking Jay Z as your protagonist. You're limiting the scope of the conflict that was there. Whereas you only if you only show Jay, if you only show Jay Z's part, Dame is going to look like the bad guy. You don't want that. You want the movie to show both characters honestly and show both of their and show both of their perspectives. So you're going to see Dame yelling in 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 um in boardrooms. But you're going to see why Dame was yelling. So instead of it just looking like he's an asshole, then you're going to see Jay-Z off in the fucking islands recording an album and him getting a phone call like, yo, Dame's yelling. And it's like, oh, fuck, he's going to take that the wrong way because he wasn't there. He wouldn't know. Mm-hmm. So then you get to see the con- like the conflict brewing there. I think that makes for a much more interesting movie. It's a much more conflicted movie as opposed to just seeing Jay-Z's point of view. Do you think that either of them would allow this movie to be made, though? No, no. So no. you, we don't see this movie happening. No, because no. <laughs> one of them has to give blessing to it, yeah, and no. 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 no, yeah. If the only way the and Dame Dash never the only way they will is if they make them themselves, and they won't. No, they won't. The only way and if we're and if Jay Z approves it, it has to be Jay Z's movie. Jay Z has to be the superhero. He has to be. Yeah, he has he's, to, he he's can't not, do nothing wrong. No. Yeah, and I, I really want to see. I, I just want to see all the artists just come into play. I really want to see a line with Jay Z telling Mill. <laughs> The fuck with Jay? You gotta drop a mill and then fire her right there. I would love to see that in the, in the Def Jam office. <laughs> be and, a then, fire and, then, and then knowing Jay Z, Jay Z would end the movie at the last. He's like, "Yo, I got this kid in the office for you. What's his name? Kanye yeah, West. West." And it just cut to black. Yeah, and that's I not. It. And that's not how it happened. I don't. No, 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 I don't want to no, no. see Jay Z as. Jay Z didn't sign Kanye West. Dame Dash. They did. No, Dame Dash signed Kanye West. But yeah, but then you 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 see like you can see everybody like I said, Bleak, Young Guns. Yeah. Like you just see all them coming to play, and you see what the riff does, like um, Beanie Siegel, Freeway. You see who takes who side. Like Mm -hmm. that. Yeah. So we have Ryan Coogler directing this movie. Yeah. Um, Either either him or F. Gary Gray who did um. Um. What about all right? So who who's who's starring as Jay Z and who's starring as Dame Dash? 
Damn, that's that's the hard. If part. the movie was made today, um, um, what's, what's my man that do the Jay impersonations? Avion Crockett. Avion Crockett. Yeah. No. <laughs> That'd be a joke. I, I can't take that seriously. Jay Farrow. <laughs> Jay Farrow. <laughs> um, maybe Daniel Kaluuya could play, play Jay Z. Maybe he could play Dame Dash. Who who plays Dame? First of all, Samuel Jackson's playing Dame Dash. We're going to de-age him. Keep him bald. We're going to shrink him. <laughs> shrink him. Um. Honestly, I don't know. This this would be a very hard to cast movie. I'll be honest. I think you could maybe get Lakeith Stanfield as Jay Z. Okay. Okay. I see that. I see that. I would have to hear his his Jay Z impersonation, but if he could do it, then I would I would sign him. (laughs) Yeah. Um. Matter of fact, Michael B. Jordan could probably play Jay Z. If it's Ryan Coogler, then that's just... I'm going to take that seriously, bro. He's going to play both of them. (laughs) (laughs) It's going to be twins? Yeah, it's going to be twins. You're going to change the whole story. (laughs) He's going to cut his mustache for one of them. Michael B. Jordan could be our fr- could be could be Bleak. Nah, he's not gonna play Bleak, bro. <laughs> if he's not the main character, yo, he's, he's, he's not yet. He's, he's the main play- character. He's not playing Bleak. He's gonna <laughs> Michael B. Jordan is Bleak. <laughs> like, oh, imagine, imagine of the scene, yo, imagine of the scene was in there. <laughs> no, you know I can see him. Kanye, I, I can see him playing Kanye. Yeah, yeah, yeah I can see him Kanye. Okay, okay, but um, imagine if it started with the scene where Bleak gave Jay that that rack. And he gave it back. <laughs> I mean, when Jay, oh, and, and, gave and it we back, get, and we get to see how, he, and we get to see how he lost the uh, the forty two bricks. Yeah, facts. Got it all back. Now nah, that's gonna be way before though. No, nah, that's a flashback. Flashback. Okay, okay, I like that. I like that. Um, okay. now nah, I don't know who I don't know who you cast in this movie. Yeah, not at all, bro. I do see. If, I do see if Hollywood takes it over, like Paramount or some shit. They gonna whitewash the shit out of it. <laughs> <It's gonna be. laughs> Robert Downey Jr. is gonna play Jay Z. Uh, <laughs> Tom Holland is Kanye West. <laughs> It's gonna be directed by Steven Spielberg. <laughs> Yo, a Steven Spielberg <laughs> directed. Hilarious. Tom Hanks is gonna be fucking. I don't Yo. know. Nah, Tom Hanks Dame Dash. <laughs> I can't even see that. No, J.K. Simmons is gonna be Dame Dash. J.K. Simmons. Tom Hanks could be Memphis. <laughs> Memphis no, Tom. Uh, nah, which nah, one nah. we'll call it? Uh, Miles Teller. Nah, uh, Tom Hanks is Corey Guns. <laughs> I'm dead. <laughs> Marco Robbie plays Beyonce. Imagine Tom with a Rockefeller chain on though. Oh, oh I'd be God. fired. Marco Robbie is Beyonce. <laughs> <laughs> this movie won all the Oscars. Black women all over the world have a fit. <laughs> oh, D. They gotta cha- pass the fuck out. They gotta change. The, they gonna change the name of the movie to Rockefeller. <laughs> <laughs> An unsung story. Rock your fella entertainment. <laughs> oh God! Rock your fella. That was hilarious. It's the rock. I'm not gonna lie. That was hilarious. <laughs> it's the rock. <laughs> hilarious. The rock is gonna play Jay Z. The rock is named Dash. <laughs> Dwayne Johnson. Jason Statham is Jay Z. <laughs> it's a horn of life. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god that's terrible that is so bad oh man I, I love to see this movie it never got adapted the black version right On the, yeah the actual black version yeah okay I, w- I would actually I might actually watch the white version before I watch the black version no nah, I can't my man Tom Hanks is Dame Dash I'm signing up Tom Hanks is Dame Dash is fucking nuts <laughs> 
Oh man. Oh shit. I, I got one too. Um, this is my favorite book. Um, I I talked about it a couple of times, but it's um, it's Cat's Cradle. I would love to see this into a movie. Basically, the book is about. What's the book called? I'm sorry. Cat's Cradle. Cat's Kurt, Cradle. Okay. Kurt Wagner. It might be a little too long for your taste. <laughs> wow. Let's be honest. If it's longer than ten pages, it's too long for you. What's that supposed to mean? You <laughs> do you read past ten pages? That's not the point. All right. It's pictures or like words. No, just words. Go on. Go ahead, G. All right. Pee 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 pee. Fuck so, um, <laughs> yeah, tidy so, all right, so so the main character he's a journalist, and basically this journalist is looking for a scientist, and the scientist has created what's called Ice Nine. This is a substance that if it touches water, it freezes us instantly. So basically, the military came to the scientist, um, and the military, the Marines came to the scientist, basically saying, "Hey, look, you know, our Marines are tired of run of walking in in mud." As a Marine, is that not what you do? Walk yeah. in mud. So he said, "Yo, can you develop something so we don't have to walk in mud?" So it was this thing called Ice Nine, which freezes all water, makes it solid, so I don't have to walk in mud anymore. So the the famous scientist ended up dying, and he had three kids. And the sci- and the, the journalist is basically looking for these three kids to learn more about the scientist's life. So the scientist ends up going to this island. Um, I want to say it's really similar to Cuba. It's really close to the, to the United States, but it's um this is science or science fiction. So at the island, he um, meets. Um, three of the no, you only meets two, two, two of the um. Initially, only meets two of the um. Two of the children, and there's a dictator. Um, he's he's like Fidel Castro. This is crazy. It's really like Cuba. So um, the dictator basically tells them, hey, look, you know, um, because of U.S. policy, we're Christian, but honestly, everybody in the island um practices like a, a folk religion, like like an old folk um. Aboriginal um, mm-hmm. religion, so it's the dictator's job to really to to really kill everybody who practices this religion, and um and th- that's basically his stance. Where if you practice Pokemon, that's the name of the religion, then it's done. And Pokemon was basically this this, this Aboriginal that lived in the mountains, mm-hmm. and it was basically just teaching people a way of life where you know you treat you treat um <clears throat> others as you want to be treated. That's basically what's just of it. Cool. So, um. You know, you you and, and like like um cats cats cradle. It, it's similar. To, it's similar to cats cradle, where it's like you don't know what's happening. It's it's like you're on this journey, and you're like, what's what what the fuck is happening? He was just in New York looking for the scientist. Now he's at an island, right? So he's talking to one of the sons, and next thing you know, the son opens up a chest that belongs to his dad, and it's a piece of ice nine. So this piece of ice nine falls into the ocean, and this freezes all of the water worldwide like all the water it's, it's, wow. it's, it's like it's like pandemonium it's crazy uh-huh. so everybody's freaking out on the island and it's really really crazy and um i really can't remember all the events in the movie but basically it gets to a point where the dictator realizes that he's going to die and before he dies they read him his rights so like bringing a priest and the guy's like this is the guy that's been against him and killing innocent people for practicing religion mm-hmm. This is the guy that's um, been doing that, right? So he throws out the priest, and behind his bed is a, a Bible of this of the same religion that he's been killing people for. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's it's just one of those things where it's just like you know you see people you know they might fight for a cause, but honestly it might just be a front. You never know what things are face value. That's like it's really kind of like what's the gist of the movie because it's Cat's Cradle. So Cat's Cradle is basically a trick with string. Where you um, it's like a little maze, and it's just like, all right, do you see what's in the cat's cradle? Oh, it's nothing. It's just, it's just lines. That's mm-hmm. all it is. It's really just an illusion. So you know that that's basically what it was, and that's my that's my favorite um, movie. sorry, my favorite book, and you know, I would love to see that turn into a movie. Where'd you find this book at? Um, I read. So when you read one book, you read another. 
But nah, um, um, it was is that how it works. <laughs> it, it's honestly how it works. Okay. But no, but honestly, one of his books was on when I saw him reading. It was on when I started reading list, and I loved it so much. I went from it was um, um, Welcome to the Monkey House. It was a book about a few short stories that he wrote, and I loved it so much. I ended up reading almost every one of his books, and I'm reading another one right now that has to do with kind of like American greed and basically how the country started and how Monopoly started, which is really crazy. Mm-hmm. But um, yo, that's my guy, Kurt Wagner. Holla at me, bro. I know R.I.P. But holla at me up there, man. Okay, very nice. Um, I'm not so. We're gonna go slightly off topic. Y'all actually did the summer readings back in high school. I didn't. I was terrible at that. I didn't do it. Either. I, maybe you know what? Maybe at best, what I would do is I'll go to the, the the library and literally find the thinnest book I could find. That was what I did. My father made and me that, read three three of them. Your your dad's he, a good man. Maybe read three. I'm like, I only need one. Read three. I mean, I'm gonna make, no. I'm gonna make my son do that. It was one of my biggest regrets in school. I'm not. Yeah, he took he took me to Barnes every summer. He took me to Barnes and Nobles. We walk over there. Mm-hmm. I love Three. Barnes and Nobles. It's, a, it's a nice I store. It. I just like walking around. I can't. Wait. I don't get nothing. I can't wait until life is back. I'm just gonna chill in there. Too what bad it's gonna be irrelevant in a couple of years. Barnes and Nobles, yeah, because you're gonna have everything on your. You know what though? Nah, I, I can't. It's gonna stick around. It's gonna stick around because there, so? there is uh, there, 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 there's enough commerce for physical books. I think so. I think that's just a pastime that a lot of people won't. I, I appreciate reading a physical book more than I do my iPad. Don't get me wrong. But see, I heard that's what Borders was, and Borders closed down. Like Borders, what's Borders? I, Borders was their competition. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. And I'd never been to a Borders, but what people were telling me was like Borders was like the like you really just chilled it. Like you go there, you pick up books, and you just read, and you're just like it's really relaxed, like even a more, even more of a relaxed vibe. Mm. It was almost like a library, but you bought books instead of rented them out. But I, I, I hope, I hope Barnes and Noble's go, no, don't go. Yeah, there. I, I don't see that. Too. I mean, they, they they have a lot of partnerships with like Starbucks and stuff like that. They yeah, also have different true. other things other than books too. Um, so, you know, I, I, I want, they do movies and toys too. So. Yeah. So. <clears throat> Like, but I, I do appreciate you know just going there because that's what I like to do. I like to. That's why I hate, hate COVID. It really fucks with my studying schedule because anytime I study, I leave home and I go to like Starbucks or Barnes and Noble to do my work right then. Mm-hmm. And, you know. oh, hopefully, it'll be over soon. Hopefully, we'll be over soon, guys. Positive thoughts. <clears throat> Negative, maybe. But uh, so all right. So the cat's cradle. I'm, I'm gonna look that up. Mm-hmm. For sure, for sure. Um, we're gonna be picking this up. On one of our later episodes, as we do What's for... the next episode? Yeah, or, or, yeah, actually the next episode. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, yeah, because... We, We're a little late on time. Not even that. It's just that I feel like this could be... This, this could be a whole new topic. Another, yeah, this could be another topic for another day. So I definitely understand that. Yeah. Um, and with that being said, guys, if you felt like we missed anything, or is there some movie ideas that you guys um, want to see, but just probably will never get it, let us know. Email yep. us. Do something. Please. <laughs> <laughs> I did want to say um, I did have two movies on here that I had and then I got rid of them. One of them was a community movie because that technically is supposed to be in the works, but I don't think we'll ever get it. Mm-hmm. I just been watching <clears throat> the first couple of episodes. Um, after the first episode, I was like, uh, what it's not. Is this? It's not a good pilot. It's not. But I, I'm probably on like the seventh episode, and I'm like, all right, I'm, you have I'm, to. I'm, yes. I'm feeling this. The thing about and it was funny because I was watching it over this weekend. You have to get past. I want to say the fourth or fifth episodes, five episodes, because it's just generic sitcom vibes at first, and it's after like episode five or six. It's it's almost like Dan Harmon was like, you know what? Now that I got these niggas money, let me do some shit, mm-hmm. and he just started writing crazy. 
and like you really see the DNA of like it start. It really starts to get real like Rick and Morty. Okay. Like it gets very very meta like after like episode five or six, and that's when the episodes get real fun. Where once and, once my man um Danny Glover was sneezing like a little girl, I was like, oh nah. Once um once the movie hit like once the show hits its stride, it just nonstop hilarity ensues right. for the next like three seasons. Yes. What was the other one? You said community. What else? Oh, I, I've won a um, Avatar: The Last Airbender animated movie that takes place after the events of the series. And with Aang just, as an adult, or yeah, like a... with Aang, with Aang and the crew as an adult solving some okay. like adult problems. That'd be cool. Yeah, I don't know why I took it off. I was just like, eh, I wasn't sure. So, dang, I might be spoiling this for Ralphie. Um, I finished season one. Okay, so, so, so yes. oh yeah, so how did Sokka die? They don't say. So then, yeah, that's like that's like so freaking weird. He could have like, just, just died of old age. Natural causes, yeah. yeah. But but okay, yeah, maybe because because Iroh is kind of is, is really old right now. Yeah, I no Iroh is. Oh I'm sorry, no. Oh yeah, no no no, not Iroh. Um, the nephew. Oh, um, Zuko. Yeah, Zuko. Zuko's old. So. They all can't live to ninety. Like I'm sorry. Like no. Okay. Yeah. Th- 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 that is true. Like Lord willing, we all make. Like I don't think all of us within our friend group are all gonna make it to ninety eight or however old they all are. Right, we gonna make it to one hundred seven. I'm gonna outlive both of y'all. Yeah, okay. I don't I'll know see. about that. Not the way you eat. <laughs> Damn. Apologize. I eat pretty good actually. Too I much eat better than you. Too much red meat, bro. I don't eat that much red meat. That fogo de chow. I love fogo de chow. <laughs> I don't go there every week, bro. <laughs> wow. Nah, I'm just messing with you, bro. That's what Jeff said to me. You call me stupid all the time, but goddamn. You want me to edit that out? <laughs> Not leaving this so people know how much we did. <laughs> G is. That was very mean. <laughs> My fault, yo. I take it back. I I love you. Or it's hurt. It's not mutual, bro. <sighs> oh, man. With that being said, guys. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, gosh. Ooh. Technical malfunctions. There we go. Yeah. Good job, gentlemen. All right, G. Put us on. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Um, what I got for y'all today. Um, oh. Honestly... Um, you know, I talk a lot, and, you know, I say bullshit. I say everything is the best, because mm. it's honestly the best. If I'm into it, it's honestly for a reason. It's not arrogant at all. Not at all. It's, it's just factual. Yeah, I, I hope the the world is seeing G's true colors this episode. Oh, trust me. They've seen them way before this episode. Good, good, good. I mean, I'm a good dude. <laughs> Subjective term. I keep, I keep one foot in the mud. Talk. It's nothing wrong with that. About, you are but, I never, but not before. Um, I'm going to talk about, um, honestly, this... I don't know if it's my favorite album of the year yet, but it's definitely one of my top three favorite albums of the year. Um, I've been trying to talk about it for a while, but a lot of music has been dropping. Um, a lot of music that I've been interested in personally has been dropped, so I haven't had time to talk about it. I just wanted to savor it to really get my thoughts out there. But um, I'm talking about one of my favorite rappers, um, New York Own. Um, I mean, this is Smokey the Bear. I mean, this is what the only man, one, the only man other than CL Smooth to have a whole album curated by... Um, um, the, 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 the legend Pete Rock, um, they call him um, Harlem's B.I.G. I'm talking smoke, Dizzy, D.Z.A. Man, and sh- shout out to my man, um, to 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 our man Lamar out there taking pictures in Cali. He was on, he was um, he was taking pictures with Smoke Dizzy, a little mean greet thing. He, he had a little gig over there and whatnot. Shout out to him. You know, doing his thing. But um, but no, but more importantly, I'm talking about Smoke Dizzy's um 2020 album Homegrown. He even said himself, this um album really just just shows his growth and is honestly one of his most 
important albums of his career at this point that he feels. And the promotion behind it really caught my eye where he did a um, basically a mini series, um, a documentary series, basically just asking individuals, you know, what does homegrown mean to you? So he had an episode with Dapper Dan. He had an episode with B Dot from Rap Radar, and there was another episode with um, with Jinx from from Complex. And um, I, no, I, I thought this was was really great because these these three people really um. You know, I feel like they are icons in culture in three different um, three different time periods, and it was good to hear you know to he to hear how they felt about the culture and how they felt about you know growing up you know for Dapper Dan and Dapper Dan being in Harlem, B Dot being from Queens and being a um, a J fan like he was explaining how that's hard to him. He's going to the Coliseum block and everybody's like yo Nas Nas Nas, but he's just like yo it's J. But I'm from Jamaica, so it's just like, yo, like, damn, you know, it's really fucked up. The Jinx one, I didn't see because, you know, it's Jersey, you know, but anyway. I agree. You know, anyway, I'm going to the album. Um, album starts out with this song called Tradition. Got some real Harlem legends on it. Um, Capo, Jim Jones, and Cameron. And um, when I first heard this song, it just called me because he re he reused the um, the beat from one of his early mixtapes, George Kush the Button. Um, shout out to Mickey Fax as he was on there. I don't know what happened to Mickey Facts, but anyway, um, it, it was just like damn, like he really brought this beat back. His verse is is, is just amazing, and you really got these two legends on him. And the hook is a line from one of Cam's old songs, so it's just like damn, like my man just really took that Harlem tradition of getting anything that was old and revamping it to something new. And honestly, that's what this album really encompasses. You know, he has his old New York feel, and basically he uses what he's learned on his um, you know. Throughout his life, you know, growing up in New York, being in the music business, and basically showing how he's the man today, and he has not um, compromised himself that all for that. Um, you know, and going into the album, um, it's 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 freaking amazing. It's only ten tracks, thirty minutes. Whoever mixes this album did an amazing job. There is not a single weak track in this album. Like I said, it goes from tradition to one forty third, which is a very soulful, um, really soulful track, a sample track, and it's just the beat changes up. It's it's freaking amazing. Hibachi, um, this is another song with um, Flip De Niro and Jadakiss, uh, another legend, and um, this is this is definitely a, a radio joint. And then one of my favorite favorite songs, Santos House House um, Santos, what Santos Party House? This is like takes you back to like two thousand twelve, like. Kid Frankie has um currency, Kid um Wiz Khalifa and my man Big Fred on there. And it's just like honestly, if you don't listen to the album, play that one song, you can get transformed back to 2012. I, I kid you not. You on the Smokers Club tour. Like it's it's really those type of vibes. It's really cool. Got Jack um Jack Harlow on here. Um of course my man Dom Kennedy, J305. Um but um all in all. It's, it's a really great album because, like I said, it goes through, you know, his tribulations in life. Um, him looking at life where African-Americans respect Scarface, right? But why don't we respect Al Pacino where he's the person that's who's actually successful for being an actor for impersonating this actual person? Why can't we respect him for his success? You know, I, I thought that that was great because I never even thought about that myself. Um, Survivor's Remorse, you know, talking about the things he's going through, especially in the music game and the LCS he has to take in order to, you know, have these wins in the future. It's just all around a very, very great album that encompasses, you know, a man's journey in life. And you know, I'm just sharing that with y'all. Cool. It's great, G. Kai, um, 
You got anything for, the, for us this week? Yeah, I listened to um, Logic's Logic <laughs> Reasons album from. Um, from TDE. <laughs> you see why? Why yes, I get that confused, yes, right? Yes, yes, yes. Listen to Reasons album from TDE. Um, he's one of their most recent signees. <laughs> Logic and Reason. <laughs> and it's funny because Reason actually called out Logic in like a rap because he's like tired of people mixing them up. <laughs> really? Yeah, that's funny. Um, but now nah, Reason's one of uh, TDE's latest signings, man. And once again, he's just a, uh, a talented young brother. I listened to his album. Um, 14 tracks, pretty dope. Uh, what really pulled me into uh, to Reason is um, <laughs> his uh, his lead single, Flick It Up, which came out last year featuring Absol. Absol being one of my favorite rappers of the, of the, of the last decade. Um, and then his most recent single, Pop Shit, with, with Schoolboy Q. But he's got songs on here with Rhapsody, um, I, Can Make, I Can Make It, which is really good. Um, Sauce featuring Vince Staples is really good. And um, Extinct featuring... Isaiah Rashad and JID. It's a real cool album. That song um, is OD, man. My man, my man Isaiah Rashad, he's like, what? I copped the Rari, then I copped the Tesla, then I went back and copped the old school. Like, that's just a man's progression of life. Drop an album, by the way, but that's just a man's progression of life. But, um, yeah. Does this feel like a fully formed album? I wouldn't say so. What it more feels like is it feels like a demonstration of, of his ability. You know what I mean? Um, it definitely shows that he, he's, he's on the right track, and with TD behind him, the team behind Kendrick Lamar, I don't think that failure is really in his trajectory. Um, so this was definitely a, a good project to listen to if you want to get into a new artist. Um, like I said, it's not too long. It's a pretty easy listen. Um, you get a feel for who he is as, a, as an artist, which I always love projects like that. And uh, I'm looking forward to what this, what this young brother has in the future, because I really like TD as a, as, a, as a crew and just building themselves up. I think they got a couple more like Kendrick Lamar-level successes in them. You know what I mean? Like, Schoolboy Q's become a big star j-rock won a fucking grammy scissor she's on her way um i'm waiting for Absol to drop man like it's been way too long um he's actually my second favorite member in the group you think he dropping uh, i think he'll drop next year i think he'll drop either before or after if he dropped before Zayra Rashard, i'm be tight bro i think he'll drop either before or after kendrick um but yeah i, I really love this click man and just uh, i hope i look forward to hearing from all of them yeah and reason good shit bro now this was I haven't listened to his first joint, but I feel like I mean for me personally, this gave me an identity for him because the only song I really know him from is Lamb Truck, and yeah. it's a song with like three other people on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, and shout out to him on that on that on that um Dreamville project too because he did a real good job. And it's cool. Him and JID are like really close friends. So yeah, I'm sure. I like, no, I just like when rappers are friends. Like it's just always cool. No, I like the beat. No, I don't. I don't no, I'm, not, I'm not talking now. I'm not talking about the violence. I'm talking about the actual competition in the sport of rap. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Like Gucci Man and uh, Jeezy. That shit was so weird to watch. I, I was just waiting, man. Uh, everybody, everybody say Jeezy was strapped because he no. Everybody say I didn't Gucci, like that. Gucci was strapped because he never sat down. I didn't. I didn't I believe like, that. I didn't like that shit at all. If we if we have a little bit of time to get into it. it Wait. Was, so I was getting to it. Was it. Was Why weird. did you you, like you, it? you you know this versus was <laughs> was viewed more? Yeah, oh yeah. Than the MTV Awards. I believe. I believe it. Hundred percent. Look, congratulations on that. Like that is an achievement. You know, shout outs and salutes mm-hmm. to both brothers, but. It was just weird because if you know a little bit about the I beef, don't know anything. Right. Okay, without I don't want to let's not get into it to it, but let's just say it involved losses of life. Okay, on. it was confirmed because of the other person. Yes. Okay. There was this. And tell me, t- stop me if I'm saying something wrong. What do you mean it was confirmed because of the other person? Like it was caused by the other person. Yes. That's confirmed. Yes. yes. In trial. Yes. Jesus. Yeah. Okay. So there was that, and. They want to move past it. They don't want that to hold either of them down. They want to move forward. I 
I'm always for that. But then to get up on stage and play records that allude to that in front of that other person, it's just not something I would I'm I would feel comfortable with. That's just me. So that's what that's what kind of threw it. Up. And then also, it's true. But then but but at the end of the day, bro, if you if, if you did that to me, like like think about it. There I, would be no verses of, of what of what was supposed to happen. What happened? I get that. It's just it just it's just not something that it should have just been two other people. That's it. Okay. okay. It just should have been two other people. I'll talk about. It was it. more the height. It was more the height. Yes, it, and I'll talk about it more off air. But it was just, it was just very weird to me, mm-hmm. knowing what is allegedly transpired between and like what can happen right now. Yes. Yeah. It was. It it was. It was almost like tempting fate a little bit. Facts. But but that was it. Like I said, I'm still happy for both of them. Both parties involved. They made their money. They had um, major accomplishments. Good job. Like especially because Gucci has done a complete rebrand ever Mm -hmm. since getting out of jail. He got married, lost a bunch of weight. He looks great. Like so, shout outs and salutes to both of them. But it was just a very weird versus. You listen to that Jeezy album? No. Me neither. And also, it also doesn't hurt that I'm not a big fan of either of them. Okay. So. There's also that as well. Oh, but I have to say, Jeezy got more hits. I, 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 and I, I, Did Jeezy win? Um, I, people are saying Jeezy win f- f- musically. Yes, I would say Jeezy win. I mean, I'm a big Freddie, so we not. You know what? Nah, I'm Freddie. Fuck, fuck Jeezy. I'm old Freddie gets. <laughs> don't don't inherit any beef, please. Nah, 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 nah. But in, in all honesty, Jeezy has more hits. To mm. Jeezy's, and but you know what? It's also our taste in music. Yeah. For for us, we're gonna. Even for the whole culture with the whole snowman thing, for New Yorkers, we gravitated more towards Jeezy than we did Gucci any yeah, day. of course, yeah. It's just really what it is. So yeah. I feel like it's probably who you ask because everybody from Atlanta is probably going to be like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Gucci it's, won. It's a difference now. Because to me, mm-hmm. Jeezy was, I associated with uh, Jay-Z's era of Def Jam. Yeah. So he was like, if I'm putting you out, I got to make sure you pop in New York. Yeah, like, I mean, let's not get carried away. Jeezy got songs with Hove and Kanye. Yeah. Cause Jay Z was like, "Yo, I'm not putting you out unless you pop in my in, in my city, in my sector, Facts. in my market." So, Facts. and um, yeah, so it's, it's um, it was, it was cool though. It was cool. Okay. Yeah. Shout out to both gentlemen. Yeah, you guys can explain more to me off wax. Yes, I will for sure. Because I I just don't like talking. I don't even like talking about that stuff. Okay. I, I feel, yeah, yeah. Fair I enough. Fair enough. Um, before we get out of here, is there anything you guys want to say to the people? Um. Have a, have a happy Thanksgiving. That's right. We have Thanksgiving coming up, guys, from the Stu Kids to your, by the your families, time, your your dinners. Obviously, by the time you hear this, actually, can we get can we get this out by Thanksgiving? I can get it out by Thanksgiving. Oh, yeah, with two days? Don't feel pressed about it. Don't feel pressed yeah. about it. Um, but yeah, uh, if you guys listen to this and Thanksgiving's happening already, I hope you guys enjoy your Thanksgiving with your loved ones. Mm-hmm. Uh, keep it under 10 people. And if you did have over 10 people, get, get a COVID test. test. Yeah. Just for, you know, your friends and your other family members that you're going to I heard they're, le- they're less invasive. Less evasive? Less invasive. Oh, invasive. Really? I hope yeah. so. Oh, shit. My, yeah, my mom and dad got one, and they didn't even go up their nose. Really? That's good. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, but yeah, like I said, hope you guys uh, enjoyed your Thanksgiving dinner, and don't get hurt on Black Friday. No. Uh, if you can. Stay safe. Hold it down till Cyber Monday. That's a fact. Don't even go outside. And bro. don't even try looking for PS5s. They're all sold out. Yeah, uh, until I get one, uh, don't go out there looking for a PS5, please. I can get you one, though. 750. Negative. And we'll see you guys next week with part two of this episode, which will be all about music projects we wish would happen. We'll probably yes. never you think, you think? I think we should get Thule for this one. Let's bring him in. We're going to have a special guest for you guys next week. 
Possibly. 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 It's possible that these movies are coming out. Exactly. <laughs> and on that note, Streetlights just came on. Now, once again, thank you guys for listening. If you enjoyed this podcast today, and like, leave us some feedback, ask questions, or just say what's up, email us at stoopkidspod at gmail.com or DM us on Instagram. Now, I am Ralphie. I'm Kai. And it's Jeffrey. Or G. <laughs> and we'll see you on the stoop next week. Peace. Okay, okay, now look, look, I can make your wrongs feel right I can make the lonely dark times feel bright I can make the, I can make your soul feel great I can make, look, I can make it, I can make it, I can make, well, look, look. I can make your lows feel good I can make a nigga with no wrongs feel hood I can make, look, I can make this pussy feel uh. I can make it, I can make it, look, I can make it I can make, look, I done made my struggles feel rich I done made my homies with no money turn mitch I done took my hand with no cards, go fish Pulled a couple, shuffled up, then doubled up See your hustle been all out of pocket We been trending, no topic A pro that's fit for anything Put that together, I profit I profit dealing with some kings And now they calling me profit Been on auto with this power Took that power and rock it My dreams been headed out the soul system It's goals in it Now my crib look like jerseys, nigga It's holes in it We been headed down them roads with it And so winning Why your dreams ain't got no skulls in it? Go tenant, I can see it in your spirit. See it in your spirit. Told too many paralyzed, then wonder why they don't feel it. See these lyrics feel with real. Yo shit feel with gimmicks. You don't live that shit you speaking, nigga. Nah, nah, nah. Look, you look in my sweat, you got blood. Bubbling, I got suds. See, I done came up out mud. Cleaner than the whistle, reason dripping, little drizzle. No talk, man, just walk, man's. Look, this shit so extinct. My new girl so petite. My ex was thicker than that pressure she was putting on me. Very few niggas that showing skill, they been looking. For me, right? We'll look no further, we done birthed it. Built this shit from ashes, that's ironic, cause we earned it, nigga. Church, I can make your wrongs feel right. I can make them lonely, dark times feel bright. I can make look, I can make your soul feel great. I can make look, I can make it. I can make it, I can make what I love. I can make your lows feel good. I can make a nigga with no wrongs feel hood. I can make look, I can make this pussy feel. Uh, I can make it, I can make it, look, yeah. I can make it, I can look, look, look. I can make it dance yeah. I'd rather show my ass through all these bars and get a band And band together with some niggas who got triggers for the clan I'm from the south, I know that guns don't make you any more man But damn, damn. damn. Protect the fam I can make ten dollars turn into ten thousand grand I can make ten thousand hours turn into two spans And generations, reparations, they should give us more than land Damn, damn, yeah Get your man, nigga. Your man, I can nigga. make that winner feel like summer's in Iran, nigga. Loyalty is everything to everyone that stand with you. Ownership, financial freedom, what a fucking plan. Get your women ditching, cause you never acting like a man with her. She still bitter. Looking for a prince that got a heel that fit her. I can make you understand the inner workings of a spitter. That let off like Tommy Boy, no heel figure. Heel figure. It out eventually. I'm steps ahead mentally. I can make you hate the butterfly and love the centipede. Find the beauty in the struggle. That shit, nigga. Been a breeze. I can make you see that good hair look just like them BDBs. We can make it. We can make it. ATVs on four wheel. I might get off course, but at least I ain't on the Porsche.